we're just gonna jump right in. We're back for the dam, session six, right? And Sarah's back. Yay! I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. You're excited to be here? I'm excited you're here. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we've, been, we've been anxiously waiting. Mm. I was serious when I talked to you about it last night. I was like, everyone's so happy to have you back. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I've never now even you're... played with you and I was ready. A big, a big time lawyer and whatnot now, oh, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um. It's so funny because I went from law student to taking the bar to lawyer to like actual lawyer now through the, yeah. our whole game session. That's your character arc. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Basic Army D and Advanced Tier. I'll be a villain soon. Well, you were a villain when you worked for the city. We okay. that. <laughs> I don't know, one story. Okay, let's not tell the story. <laughs> so let's let's get initiative on the board. Okay. And we'll start with that. Is there enough, what's your character's name? Suspiriani. What color am I using for us guys? Uh that's fine. Is that really the same color? Yeah, it's the same color. 10, yes. Oh, sorry. You're right. All right. I got 18. I know, it's difficult. 18? 18. 18. Boom. That's right. I got 17. Spirion C. Spirion C. Spirion C. You just call me Sus. Okay. Oh, my God. 17. Pip. Uh, 13. And what'd you roll? Could I don't remember. Roll 1d10 and then add your initiative, which is a 7. And Dan's okay. already wrote it out for you. but She wrote it out, actually. Okay. I did. In I fact, did. we walked through character creation last night and she knew most of everything. So 11? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's locked in there now. So while Tim, okay, so we got the initial bladder established. Where's the uh, the magnetic one? I don't know, but um, I'm gonna put it up there then. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so now we need to determine how many fortune points you start with and how many misfortune I start with. So everybody, grab a D6 cast die. If it lands on six, I get it. If it lands on any other number, it's yours. I got a six. Wait <laughs> for me. I got a one. I got a sweet. One. Okay, so you all will start with four fortune points tonight and I'm just gonna load them up right here for now because um, we should probably talk about last game session first between those who were here and and just to, to be clear like Sarah doesn't need you don't even know any of this you know there's you know recording notes about this we're gonna get we're gonna start the game with you when we start the story um, but we're gonna but for us jointly we're gonna recap what happened last game session on session five um, we started off inside the um, manor home. Where Walt Chateau Moreau. Chateau, yeah, Chateau Moreau. Um, and there was a big old gaping hole in the wall. And, big old hole. Um, mm -hmm. There was a lot of uh, discussion about it, but uh, we were trying to decide if we were going to stay or if we were going to go. And if we were going to stay, we'd be in trouble. But if we were going to go, we'd be in double. <laughs> so guess what we chose? Um, so, you know, we went around, talked to everybody around the village, and said, come on and let me know. Should we stay or should we go? So, really <laughs> uh, well, actually. Yeah. Um, 
So the uh, yeah, I'm older than I look, but anyways, <laughs> the um, we we got to see this particular caravan's like culture behind making really big decisions, yeah. and that is a group vote. And um, Daniel also explained a bit of the mechanics behind where where that was going to go, but um, you know you can try and convince everybody of your side the way you want it to be and um, if you win the vote that doesn't necessarily mean you win the heart or uh, you know your relationship with that person who voted against you could be strained right so if they voted with you then your relationship's good if they voted against you even if you win your relationship could be strained and they could potentially leave um, I think that's good for glossing over. Yeah, right? at this point, you basically yeah. described a democracy, which is literally <laughs> what Bastion, the collective of these people, and you have formed here. Even in even in Chateau Moreau, that that's been carried forward, and they call that the uh, the scale. They say the scales decide. Every person um, within Bastion, every every person, there's only a handful of people, including yourself. Um, literally cast a vote on the scales using a, a metal token um, and you had a very important decision to make and something else happened after that decision was made too a pretty critical pretty big thing at the very very end it was unanimous and then <coughs> he got voted in Simon, the Simon, Simon is, leadership is retiring uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I was voted in as the leader of well was no vote. It was just a. It was just a pronouncement. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and our discussion happened at a fireside chat in our main, our main foyer mm-hmm. with a nice big um, fire. It does sound like a nice way to live. I mean, I wish I lived in a society like this. I know, right? <laughs> so, speaking, speaking, speaking of votes, here's, here's how the like zombies rule the world. Yeah. Here's how here's how the vote went. Stall the kettle master said he wanted to go. Harlan, um, one of the ox master, wanted to stay. Beatrix abstained. Um, oh, we we carried the vote 100. percent Yeah, we in, we ended up convincing them all. Uh, not true. No. Um, Alma voted to stay. Gretel voted to stay. Simon abstained, and Puck decided to stay. And then you all collectively decided to stay. You did not have a unanimous vote. We had one. No, the kettle master went with me. You had two. You had two abs, people. Two people abstained, and Stahl decided to go. What? Yeah. Oops. The so person I you're thinking you're thinking uh, you're not thinking of kettles the kettlesmith you're thinking of. Harlan the Ox Master, the man who has like the weird no, whispers no, they on both the walls. Me. We can. Re- I watched the video today. Maybe I got that wrong then. Yeah, because the, at the, the beginning, video. at the beginning, they were against it, but then once yeah, like we got into the fireside chat, we right. kind of convinced them. Oh, uh, that's right. Because yeah. I was very. I probably recall that. Recall that. Recorded that. We got unanimous besides yeah. the two abstains. Yeah, that's right. Because it was a. Uh, because Beatrix, Beatrix abstained because she's the student. Of Simon the Small, right, and Simon the Small was staying, and and Beatrix is the bookbinder, is the woman you spoke with in the library. Of but Chateau she wants Morel. to stay because she's obsessed with the book, the, the library. That library, yeah. Yeah, we got everyone on board. It took convincing, but we got everyone on board. And remember, Simon voted first, but he abstained because he didn't want to sway the vote. That's right. That's right. 
So we actually turn not to the interior of Chateau Moreau where the warmth of the fire and the, uh, the echoes of these large encompassing hallways kind of filled a safe place of safety. We actually turn um, toward the city. Well, we'd also didn't we also start to plan what we were gonna do? We did, but we're gonna start we'll with start, this. Okay, okay. So, so, how do you pronounce your name again, Sarah? Suspirianci. Suspirianci. Okay. Suspirianci. It's really pretty. You can try and just do my phonetic self. <laughs> After you get That's to know fun. the character, you can refer to her as Sus instead. Sus. Suspirianci. Yeah. Gotta earn that though, right? <laughs> I feel like Aspilisum will eventually be SB. So the reason I'm writing, I write down the phonetic pronunciation of characters. Um, Suspirianci, um, you're in the streets of a city you don't recognize. And it's raining. Well, it's raining in the sense that. It's somewhere toward late autumn, you think? You think. The streets are filled with fog and mist. You're on this long, broad boulevard that's lined with these tall, soaring manor walls. Blue, cold stone. A place that is completely abandoned and overgrown with vines and weeds. The the cobblestone beneath your feet is broken. Grass kind of peeks up between where the stones roughly fit together. And by the way, you're currently seriously wounded. You look toward your side and you realize that you've been burned. You're, you still smell the burning hair and the cloth at your waist as you kind of grasp toward it. You don't remember how you got here. It's almost like if you emerged through the fog in the middle of a dream. What do you want to do? I mean, I think the initial reaction is just to, to scream, hello. Okay. You scream. Go ahead and scream. <laughs> yes. What 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 would what would the the people of this city hear? Okay, the people of the city would hear. So I'm grabbing my side and I'm saying, "Hello, hello." The walls are seem to almost grow taller around you as you as you kind of are ambling through the cobblestone road. This this boulevard that seems to be straight. Like, it doesn't seem to turn or switch. The fog kind of creeps in behind you, and the fog reveals itself in front of you. You realize you have no light. There's only the light of the midday and rain falling overhead. I think my first initial reaction is to just run until I feel like I can see something. Okay. You begin. You begin running, picking up speed, and... 
you crawl out, you call out once again, but no one responds. But somewhere in the dense fog in front of you is a torch bobbing. People, a throng of people, in fact. These kind of gray shadows kind of intermingled with the mist. You can't see their face, you can't see them directly, but they're slowly approaching. My first, my first reaction is to hide because I don't know how I've been burned. You look around, but there's nowhere to hide. The the street is is must be at least like 15 feet wide. The walls beside you are 20 plus feet tall, and you can only go backwards or forward. Well, I'm gonna go forward then. If I don't have another choice. Okay. You begin moving slowly forward, and then you can hear the shuffling of feet somewhere behind you. I'm going to look behind me. There are more torches. So there's torches in front of me and there's torches behind me. Uh-huh. Several, and no several yards out. For me to move in either direction because I'm surrounded by walls. That's right. I'm going to ask for help. You ask for help and the torch bearers part. And you can see this man, uh, or what you think is a man, who stands easily a head higher than all of these other people, the the people in the throng. He has this broad hat, like a witch hunter's hat, um, and the rain kind of pitter-powers off the side of him. He must be nine feet tall. And he raises a lantern, and he opens the flaps of it and it and the light begins to blind you as you see this cloaked figure with the broad hat with the light directly in front of you illuminating the entirety of this this broad boulevard immediately to your left you can see about 10 feet up stained glass windows as you realize there's a building almost directly next to you on the other side is still the wall but the place is softly illuminated and in the illumination of this man's lantern um you can see the torch bearers who are further down the road in front of you and they resemble something out of what you would see in like a medical journal like their flesh has been flayed completely you can see the pink and white musculature kind of rippling along their bodies and their throats have been torn out and they they're surrounding another that's similar to them one with its arm seemingly in a rest, kind of like twisted upward, holding a torch that sputters over its head. And there's this kind of low, hushed whisper. And they slowly begin to surround you at this point. As their whispers grow closer and closer. What do I do? closing in from both sides. Well, I'm scared, so I'm going to try to grab the lantern. You want to rush forward and grab the lantern? I want to rush forward and grab the lantern and then bolt towards the stained glass building. So run into the throng? The throng of people? Uh Well, I'm surrounded, aren't I? I don't really have a choice. Okay, so press your way through? Yeah. Okay. You begin to move forward. Uh, I need some initiative on the board. Okay. We'll roll it. Um, so... 
these? Yeah. So, uh, for the Lanternborn, is this is this one's name? Lantern Lanternborn. The Lanternborn has a 16. It's initiative o'clock. It is initiative o'clock. The bell just struck. <laughs> if you're trolling me just to bring me back for a session and kill me off, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> the, the, you got this. The, uh... Torchbearers? Nope. The Wall of Husks. Oh, God. I mean... They you'll have, be okay. They have, an, they have an eight. Wall of Husks have an eight. And, you know, because it's probably just a good idea anyway, I'm just going to cue up some combat music. <laughs> you run forward toward this throng of you don't know what they are and you begin to press through them and you reach the nine foot tall man who's so easily if you're, if you're standing as high as you are now he stands this high over you with this human sized lantern what are you Something to pull the lantern away, you're needing to make a challenging athletics test. Alright, I've got no skill ranks in athletics, and my brawn is 50%. But it's challenging, so it's, I'm at 40. Okay. 79. That's a mess. Yeah. You want to re-roll that for a, for a no. fortune point? No. Got a 50-50 chance. So you reach out, and you grab a whole lantern, you're fighting with the with the lantern board, whatever he must be, and you can see these kind of burning embers in his eyes as he looks down, and the bottom part of his face is missing. And there's this harsh whisper, and you can almost see, because it is cold out, you can see the steam of his breath come through where his larynx once was, as he's literally breathing this thing from beyond the grave. Um, so, now it's the wall of the dam's turn. And as you're by the lantern bearer, all these hands from either side of you begin to reach out. As we move to so you are oh. well. You're here, uh, uh, Suspirian, Sus, Suspirianasi, Suspirianasi, and actually, you're a little closer over here yeah, because you are, you are oh, yeah. technically right up on him. So you're kind of like this. So all the way over there, you are. That's where you're at. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Well. <laughs> I am in shock. <laughs> so the so the the throw the, the wall of the damned, these hungry hands begin reaching out, trying to grab a hold of your clothing, trying to, to grasp you. Girl. Uh, fortunately you manage to kind of pull and scrape and yank your hands away from the, all the, as they're kind of grabbing on your clothing, trying to pull you toward them, you manage to wriggle your way out. Clovis, 
guess what? You're on watch tonight. Okay. And you had said before that you were watching the walls. Yes. So this is you here. Okay. And you're toward where the collapse in the wall is, of course. And among the fog, you can see, as you kind of clamber up on top of the wall, uh, that somebody is out there and that the damned are about to to swallow this person among their throng of the dead. Well, that was the other thing we were going to decide on a, a method. This is literally the same night. Like, we're, are we in our fireside chat still? No. I'm this is at the conclusion of it. So we're all still gathered. Well, we're maybe dispersing. Yes. Afterwards. So dispersing among the grounds after the vote had been cast and resuming watch. Because you couldn't leave the walls untended while the fireside chat was happening. So as you resume your post, that's when you see that the throng has not come into the chateau, but they're out in the boulevard. They're out in the, out once again, they're and out And I see somebody living out there trying to fight them. Yes, you do. That's absolutely true. Yeah. And there are ways out there. So if you look kind of where you're at, there are ways out. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna. We were gonna work on a signal, but we didn't get to talk about that because we ended. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna yell. We have living in the boulevard. As Pillarsen hears this and just bolts to you. Okay. So you hear somewhere deeper within the city streets the sound of a chapel bell, as before. So Clovis, that's a, we'll assume that's kind of one action point for you to do so. Okay. So um, what would you like to do now? Uh, how do I get down off this wall? Uh, you would just climb down off the ladder behind you. Okay, so one more? Yeah, so just move, uh, yeah, so just move one, two, three. You wouldn't be on the rocks, that's where it's so new, but behind it, yeah, so three. Just hustle down. Yep. Okay. Do you have any more movement? Yeah, you can continue your movement, by the way. If you have, I don't know what your hustle distance is, but... A, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Every day you're hustling. A whole lot. <laughs> so hustles three times? Uh, hustles one time, charge is two times, run is three times. Okay, so that's three... How many is this? Uh, you can't climb over the rock. It's too tall. Okay. Yeah, but you can go around it. I can go around this. Yeah. Okay, so... Six... Seven, uh-huh. eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, 12, 13, 14, and I'm sure I had my crossbow, right? It don't yeah. make sense that I was up there. And what can I see? Do I see these husks in front of me? Oh, yeah, you can see a whole wall of them. Like a whole living wall of husks ambling down the street together. In fact, if we're looking at... So then I will... If you look at one of these gray bases, that represents a wall of husks. Okay. So each so each gray base represents a wall of them. So you don't need to pick out distinctly which one in the wall. You just need to pick which wall you want to attack. A throng of husks, if you will. Well, we got to get through this one to get to the other one, so... That's right. I will uh, shoot. Okay. Um, well, guess what? You've got a surprise round. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so everybody who acts this term with exception, everyone who acts this round with exception of Suspiria, Suspiriancy will get surprise. 
Okay. So it because you're behind and because they're surprised, it is a trivial attack. Okay. Trivial. So all the way back over here. And you're within two yards of them too, it looks like. And you're near the open the gate that opens into the um, the courtyard of the chateau. By the way, Sarah, here are the um, stained glass windows you would see. Okay, okay. walk by them. They're really ninety-eight percent chance. I rolled a seventy-nine, and so I get one for surprise. One d six for surprise. Right. One normal. Uh-huh. And uh, go ahead and give me an action point because I'm going to use my punishing. Them. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. So all the way over and here. Still six. Seventeen points. Nice. Okay. Uh, you fire the bolt through the throng, and one of them just one of them begins to kind of sh- stagger backwards as they are um, moderately wounded. Roll one d six. No. Okay. Uh, they are not brought to, they are not injured, I should say, but you are literally right near the gate. You can look through the gate, in fact, um, and you can look into I'll your stage right I'll here. yell again. Yeah, okay. We have living! Okay. Call the arms! Espillicent, guess what? Yes. You are here. I am around there. So, here. you will, you are here at the doors of the manor. Okay. Do any of our uh, Corvids are any of our Corvids around? Nope. Okay. It's raining. Oh, it's raining. Yeah, they're inside the uh, they're inside the stables. Okay. Well, I'm gonna run as fast uh, where I can. Okay. So, uh, what's your what's your movement? Eight. So, if you you could, that's basically eight yards or eight squares, or you could if you run you could move up to three times. So, so twenty four yards. It just depends on how many you're away from. Us. Yeah. And you can't move diagonally, remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Tim's going to be your battle buddy from now on. Right next to you, 24. So that's three action points to get there, though. You can spend, but you can spend, action. You can spend point. You spend a fortune point to get an additional action point if you wanted yeah. to. And then attack this guy. That's all right. Okay. Well, then attack I'm, the wall. Sorry. Yeah, I would like to wall. attack the that wall. What are you attacking with? Um, my Widowmaker. Nice. Mm. Oh, that's right. So, um, so you draw forth the Starborn Blade and you swing. Uh, it's going to be a trivial, uh, simple melee test. And you just give me. I've got four misfortune now. The Widower Maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously wounded. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, you said trivial? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 85. Nice. My clear is my first one. 33. Oh, that's a crit success. success. What happens on a crit success? <laughs> I... Look at the Widowmaker's card. Oh, here we go. Um, on a crit success, after a foe suffers damage with this weapon at your option, they are slain! But you gain one permanent chaos ring. Do you want to do that? Or do yeah. you just want to do da- 
<laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. You're so supposed to listen to your battle buddy. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait. wait. That's Go a ahead. Bad idea. You only have ten of them. You only have ten chaos rings. Okay, okay, so okay. Use that wisely. Against, Although that is like, pretty giant awesome. Um, I, 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 I do want. We have a wall of. You are also going to get one extra d6 because you're in surprise. You get one d6 because you, uh, for your normal, and then. Should get so a third D six. Assuming that means my at my option. So if I yes. decide to go yeah. for it, I but can. You should decide. So you have three. <laughs> yeah, you should decide. <laughs> do you want to kill the the throng of the damned automatically? I, I do. Okay. Can I see your uh, Can I see your character sheet? <laughs> okay. So I get to use a permanent marker. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen. What are you talking about? He had like three or four at that's one point. That side of the table is not necessarily the. Yes. You don't listen to them. So, to give you a good battle, describe but. for us what we would see as you rush toward the throng of the dead with this sacred remnant sword. Like, what do we see? Okay, so I'm running around, um, and I I come out around here because I don't know what's going on. And when I walk outside, or when I when I'm running, I immediately go into my just warrior mode, and I just assume the worst. So I pull it, and I come up, and I, I run past Clovis, and he's, like, right on my left side, and I, like, get the sword like this, and he's coming up like this, and I swing it around, and I pass Clovis, and I just go, across the tops of everyone. That's good. So there's a moment where there's a flash, and just, like, you, you, what you see from your perspective, Clovis, is this slack, this, like, gout of blood as these three bodies like slide off their torso and collapse as her legs stand for a moment with blood sputtering where their pelvis once was <laughs> and they collapse on the ground as one of the wall of the throng of the damned is brought to heel almost instantly. They've been <laughs> shucked. They've been <laughs> shucked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, ma. Okay. Uh, do you want to do anything else? That's all your action points. That's all I can. Okay. That's uh, all I can do. I just do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Toma. Yeah, okay. So it's cool. So here is Toma. But remember, you only have okay. nine. I, of those got, I, got, I, got, nine I got you. I got you. I'm I got you. I got my hunting bow. Oh, nice. Okay. You got your bow. And I'm gonna head for the top of the wall. Is there any way to get there from where I'm standing? Yeah. Okay. So. We'll replace your figure with this here. If you move back to so is the there table. A, is there a ladder along here? Technically, there's a ladder right. I, I, I meant to actually have a ladder ready. I don't know why I didn't put it up there. Because I clearly was ill-prepared tonight. Well, things, you know, things happen. We'll see the ladder is right here. Okay. Yeah. So my movement is eight. Yeah. But can he get across the wall? Six, seven, eight. Using that? Can I get across the wall to this side, or would I have to be over here? Try leaping. Leaping. Is is the door here open? It is no. not. No. Okay. So Shut. I have to go around. All Unless right. you chose to open it. No. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So this is a run at this point. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um. Yeah, I'll use an action point to shoot. So use a you mean a fortune point? Fortune point, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay, uh, they're surprised. And um, are they within your distance, your crossbow? Yes. Short distance? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a trivial test. Okay. Alright, so trivial for this is. 
Hunting bow is simple man or simple ranged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, simple ranged. Right character. It's okay. Wondering what's happening. And then trivial. Uh, Ninety one. Nice. Cool. All right, success. All right, roll damage. Yeah, no surprise. You know what, Matt? You know what to do there. Make a crunchy Eight, noise. Twelve. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow. Okay. Uh, I rolled six in there. Uh, they are the throng is technically grievously wounded. Um, go ahead and roll three d six chaos dice. Nope. Okay. No injuries, but you fire crossbow and they are now grievously wounded, just a few yards away from where Clovis and Aspilicent sit. So, anything else, Tama? That's it for me. Alright, so we move next to the lantern board. Oh yeah, let's get that down there. If these husks are moaning, is it a throng song? <laughs> they're not moaning. They're just, I thought they were whispering. A harsh whisper, yeah. Okay. They, they what, is it, what is a harsh whisper? Is it like... It's, oh, it's okay. like when you're trying to yell in the library. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, stop it, stop it. I'm gonna kill you. Hey, 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 shh. Or that throng. A loud, a loud hush. Yeah. <laughs> the person that shh is yeah. always the loudest. You're like, so you're if we move boy. back to the lantern bearer who's beside you, Suspirianti, yeah. um, um, he, he proceeds to lift the lantern. And and he, he he lifts it toward you and with this stick in the other hand he brings the end of it down this long spike upon it as he tries to drive it through your skull. Oh, I'm already seriously wounded. Yeah. yeah. Let's see serious. if I can fix that. Uh, I rolled a twenty or a dodge. You only use uh, two reactions. I hit. So do you want to attempt to parry? Do you have any action points left? She used two. So you would have one reserve, forward. and you can yeah, remember try you have, grasp. Yeah, remember, you have three action points, and you can bank one. So you want to try to parry that? Yeah. Okay. He is much larger than you. So what are you pairing with your rapier, I'm assuming? That's the only thing I got. Okay. So your chance to parry this is hard. Because okay. he's very, very big. Okay. So Adam is, Adam is Sarah's bottle buddy. Tim, you Sorry. will be... Um, <laughs> It's gonna be Paige's yeah. battle buddy. Yeah. And make you my battle buddy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you any way I can. I guess. <laughs> my battle buddy. You can do this. Can I? She went just rolling eleven. She went with action. I went with eleven. I, mean, I learned it by my action. You. It's true. It's true. Uh oh. Is that really bad? That's really bad. Did you roll oh, a critical no. failure? Oh. A one hundred? Oh it's god! A, it's all zeros. There's yeah, that's one hundred. Yeah, that's one hundred on a range of. Oh god! The worst roll you can make. That that is, the, I think, the first time I've ever seen like a, not only a critical <laughs> failure on a parry. That's bad. But really? they get a ton of damage against you. Um, Here's gave him an extra d six. Yeah. Well, good news, bad news. That. It's only thirteen <laughs> damage. Okay. But as the weapon crashes down and you roll a natural 100, the end of the blade breaks from beneath the force and it snaps at the haft as your weapon is now broken. Ruined. So Unless you want to spend this last fortune point, 
to change the situation. Yeah, 100% yes. I'm yes. sorry to everyone. No. So describe for us what happens instead of the weapon breaking. What do we what do we see? If you're if you were the writer of this story, what would, what would the reader be reading? What would we see? And tell me again, he just did what to me? He he brought this massive staff down with a spike on it and you raised your your rapier to block it and it failed right here. Okay. And he's 9 feet tall. He's huge. Yeah, and we're going to change that now. So, do you still take the damage, but your sword doesn't break. That's what you Correct. Saying. So Correct. How, how does it? How does your sword not break, basically? Because yeah. if you spend a fortune point to change the situation, uh, narratively you have to kind of mm -hmm. describe that. Okay. So I gotta get creative here. My recommendation is to track your damage first. Okay. Which, you already, which you, looks like you've already done, right? So, well, I've done nothing. Uh, which means, which means 13. Which means you'd be dead. I'm dead? She's dead. Yeah, because it would go past your first one and your second one, so we'd move you two steps You killed me! First um, time! You killed me within the first 30 minutes. You want to spend a fate point to avoid that? Yeah! <laughs> okay, so... What do you think? So you don't need to spend a fortune point in that case. Uh, okay. Uh, so go ahead and leave yourself at seriously wounded. Mark one of your fate points off. These things happen. Welcome to Zweihander. So this... Um, this I, I always like to do the accidental, like I screwed up, like I, I slipped on a wet paving stone, and unfortunately, that's why I, I ended up tossing my sword behind me, instead of parrying. <laughs> that way, you still get your sword, Yeah. But you, you kinda, so, you, fate intervenes, like what happens? Okay, so as, as he attempts to put his cane down on me... Through you. Upon your noggin. Upon me to slay me. Um, <laughs> I scream. A scream that he has never heard before. Mm -hmm. It's a scream so jarring that he pauses. Mm -hmm. And in that pause, I scurry to the left and miss his, his slaying. Love it. Love it. Okay. Uh, you live another day. But you've only got one fate point yeah, left. Yeah, I know. This is not wow, a Wow, first 30 start. minutes. <laughs> Welcome to Zweihander, people. Um, so, so Pipistrella, <laughs> it's your turn. up very well. Seriously, when did you start? And, and if we turn toward where everyone's at, your figure is, well, here. And you can choose to be at the doors. You can be at the stained glass windows. You can be wherever you want. It's up Girl. to you. I'm going chaotic uh, for you. Thank we gotta you. keep you going. So these stained glass I'm still windows. Seriously wounded. Do they do they have any holes in them? Or are they busted out? Or are they solid? Uh, they're solid. So this would be kind of like one of the situations where you bust through like Resident Evil style. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do that? Or yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to bust my body through them. I want to bust them out. Oh sure sure sure. So I'd like to okay. get right next to the stained glass and bust one out. Okay. So we'll um, spend an action point. I would remain on the other side. Okay. All right. So here. Okay. Got so it. I rush forward. I bust the glass out, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. As um, how many action points does that cost? Just me? one action point. Just one action. So point. You have to interact. So the, the, gla the stained glass now shatters ten feet above the 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 ro the, the road the, the boulevard. And um, she's like, oh. Silly, uh, Clovis always says, get your weapon ready first, as she starts then drawing out her, um, her sling. Okay, so another action point. Okay, got it. Yeah. It's very pipistrous. Uh, it's really hard to see anything inside like this. Yeah. You can't, if you, if we kind of position the, the terrain toward you, you can kind of see your field of vision is 
somewhat limited. Yeah, so I think going for the, the mob on this far side here would mm -hmm. probably be the best one. Uh-huh. And um, so she's going to uh, try and take a shot with her sling as she as she uh, tosses it. Okay, cool. Uh, this is going to be a hard test. Okay. Well, actually, sorry, a standard test because right. you are inside... There's, it's kind of hard to see around. You do have sure. surprise technically, but and you got to the standard. Yeah, Te actually, technically, it's routine. Okay. Because it is elevation counts for that too. So, right. slinging so, down. Let's see here. Good call, Tim. <laughs> so my buddy, my percent Sweet. As a seventy-one will not do it. Oh, and you have you have one fate point, or fortune point left. You want to use that? And give me all the misfortune points. Uh, think, so Tim is over here squirming. So I don't know. She might need that. Seriously, I'm seriously yeah. wounded still. Uh, so I think I'm I have right. one fate point left. Yeah. So you're safe inside. Okay. Uh, well, anything else you want to do, Pimpastrella? <laughs> no, it's all three. Okay. Um, so let's let's start doing our initiative baton pass. So who is next? Oh, um, uh, Suspirianzi. Suspirianzi. Okay, so Suspiriansi, it's your turn. You clearly, there are clearly others out who heard you scream, and you're not alone. By the gods, you're not alone. You don't know how you got here, you don't know what these things are, but you're hurt bad, and you narrowly evaded the the, the lantern bearer's spear. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Come this way if you want to live! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come with me. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I I, I kind of want to run away. Okay. Uh, and join these living people. So press back through the throng toward the living. Yeah. Uh, so the 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 now the the tough part here is that you were literally caught between a throng and a hard place. <laughs> there. Uh, however, there is a shattered glass There's window a, right here with someone inside. With someone inside. It's ten okay. foot up though, right? It is. You'd have to climb up a wet wall. Well, um, hold on, though, sure. because you can use so battle buddy. Will you help over here maneuver? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get. Let's so, let's. So engaging Adam for battle buddy recommendation. Right. So battle buddy maneuver is that right there? Okay. Plus two AP, and if you do that, that'll avoid an, uh, an opportunity yeah. attack. Because you are you are because you're in here. If you try to move away, they're going to try to grab for you. Mm -hmm. And they're gonna get an opportunity attack. But if you maneuver, you can move up to three yards away without getting struck by opportunity attacks. Yes, that's what is exactly what I would like to. Okay, do. so I'll how can I move you out of one, two, three? Actually, you'd probably be about here. So you've maneuvered for two action points now, and then you have one action point remaining. And then run your ass towards us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I'm actually gonna run towards the because I don't want to hit Hustle. this throng. Okay. So I want to go through the window since it's already busted out. So here. it's ten feet up. You have to climb up, and you don't have enough action points for that. So you need to probably run towards us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're they're us. hurt right Hustle now. So. Us. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and move your figure up to your up to your your hustle distance. Yeah, that well. You can't. Oh, I you've already spent two AP. Right. Seven. Seven. Gonna so right it's now. like chess. So if you take your fingers off your figure, that's where you stop. So you yeah. can you can use it to count. You can do this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? Okay. You want that, or you can be six, so you're a little further away from them. But I would move your fool and get towards the wall. Okay. That one, way you're not. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wall. So Dude. so we can we can pretend that Clovis is like urging you to. He's saying go to the wall, like he's yeah. telling you what to do, like trying to get you out of the situation. This person you don't I do. know. 
I do have warfare, so I can. To the window or to the wall? I can coach. To the front of the window, to the wall. Make all the damn crawl. Then the sweat runs down her. Draw. 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 Nice. Because I definitely got. Or the blood runs down her draw. Yeah, you are. Blood runs down to her draw. Very scared right now. Yeah. Very wounded. We have a fortune point here if you want to. Yeah, by the way, we do have a fortune point left. Keep running. You could use it to hustle again. Do one more hustle and be a little bit more safe. Yeah, I mean, nothing bad could happen from that. Not at all. I mean, you're out of. So that way they one, wouldn't be able two, to just like three, four, run to five, you. right? Six, seven. You'd be back here, and then you'd be that behind would put us. Me in complete safety. What's everyone's damage track right, uh, right uh, now? Uh, uh, oh, I can't, can't, can't do that. that. Nope. We can't no, do that. You can't. You can't. No. can't go. We can't do that one. Is that called that's, above table? That's, that's, yeah, it's, it's above, above board conversation. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. We, we only get to know it when you get hurt, hurt, and then you announce it. Yeah, that's right. So if we're looking at kind of where you're at, like you're clearly. You know, so you would be here. behind us at that point, and then we could protect you. Right. He direct, he protect. That's, that's close. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he's got warfare, I have sake. already, fate has already come to my side, so I, I've got to get out of the way. Yeah. I'm going to do her. i got to do it. Okay, so spend a fortune point to continue hustling. Now oh. I have six, uh, sorry, five. Wow, I should have one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I should have six. And you gave me the I one back for the fate point. I did, though, yeah. Right? So I have six misfortune points in my pool right now. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, goody. Oh, great. Six. That's good. This is yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. Dan's yeah. going to turn around and try and slaughter us now that we're. Oh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. I mean, it's not like they're going to run inside. I mean, you could. Oh, I'm not who, letting them run inside. Who, know, who knows what's going on now? Um, so, Susperianci, so when your turn is over. We're doing a new thing with initiative. Like when you're you when your turn is done, you say my turn is done. Then you look at the initial letter and you say, "It's now the wall of husks' turn." My turn is done. It is now the wall of husks' turn. Perfect. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> so the wall of husks. And you uh, do have to say it just like that. I, I figured. Begin to very slowly amble forward. One, two, three, four, five, six. Mm. <laughs> That's the noise I make. No. <laughs> so the ones that are the ones that are grievously wounded immediately close the distance on the spellicent uh, and Clovis, and even in their enfeebled state, it all of their hands are reaching, you're grabbing toward both of you at once okay. uh, as they attack. So, um, I'm going to roll a hit. I rolled a 60, but I'm actually going to spin a misfortune ah. point to roll again, see if I can get a critical, critical success on this. You're not gonna. <laughs> I roll a 0 3, it's okay, I still hit. Um, do either of you have any action points to dodge or parry? Or to dodge or parry? Neither one of us have those. I technically have this. Uh, neither one of us. Oh, you can use that if you want. We, don't, I, we do not. I do not. You want to try to parry? The spell is set. You where, spend a fortune is... point. Parry is just a, it's just a, you make another simple melee test. It's a reaction. Um, it's a reaction. That's no, because right. I'm going to leave it for Sussy. Sussy, Sussy, Barry, Sussy. Yeah. Just in case I die. It rhymes with Beyonce. 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 Beyon
I'm not going to parry. I'm okay. Just take roll it. with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't make that smiley face. The two of you suffer. <clears throat> 19 damage. And I actually add an explosion on that. 19 damage? I have another explosion. I'm sorry. Oh, what am I doing? It's only 1d6. Oh my god. I was like, how many d6 yeah. do they get? <laughs> so oh I'm going to reroll. I'm going to reroll everything. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so you suffer 8 damage. That's bad. Yep. <laughs> 8 damage. So that they're. What you see. Suspirion, see? We're trying to be on, see? You can see that not only are they grabbing toward them, they're trying to actually get their fingers inside their mouths and their ears and eyes. Like they're trying to crawl inside. Like they're trying to crawl inside of them to live in their skin. Uh, and I'm like this. Do it! I know! Stop it! It's like having a toddler. With my with my weird hands going like this. Yeah. My character has these hands. Oh. That's loud. Oh. Yeah, she's the only one like I was. That's right. Like. To me? Uh. Oh, the wall of husks needs. Nah, I think I'm gonna spend the rest of my. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Done. So, so what do we do with it's now Clo- <laughs> it's now Clovis's turn. Okay, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna living person, light a torch, and I'm gonna. I don't have a torch. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, if she says that well, to me, thank you. I don't have a torch. Then I will <laughs> crack my egg on my sword. Oh, the flambergine egg. Yes. <laughs> So How many bodies are on the ground? So so you see him pull real quickly, you see him pull forth like a, a crystal diadem and he like like he's cracking an egg on his sword and suddenly it bursts forth with flame. And you can see the the glass in his hand kinda of claps together once again by some strange tendrils of magic, like it's restored to its former self. But it literally pours like the yolk of an egg and, and burns on fire on his blade. <clears throat> so what do you want to do? I'm sorry? How many bodies are on the ground? How many people we slayed? Uh, there seems to be a whole wall of husks underneath your feet. That you're stomping and smashing all over that are not moving at all. They've been they were slain, but like slain, 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 slain. Yeah, because she okay. rolled a crit success. Slain, 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 okay. slain, 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 slain. slain. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then I will attack the wall of husk in front of me. Okay. Uh, that will be a standard test. Okay. So these right here. And they are grievously wounded, technically. It's a 68. Oh. I'm gonna take that. Uh, roll. Okay. Get him. Oh! No! Is that 66? Nope. It's a 96. Oh, oh man. So we see Clovis take a couple of wild swings, but they just don't Sorry, seem guys. to connect. As the as the throng of arms and elbows and legs are kind of Bang fighting it. through the blade, he just every time he tries to swing, it catches his arm or something like that. He just the I'll blade's not bank extending. My out. last. Okay. Then what? I'll bank my last, and then uh, a spillicent. It is your turn. All right, I'm gonna put my widowmaker away. I'm gonna grab my staff. So now you have two action actions left. To put them away, away is free, fine. but to right. pull one that's fine. is an action. That's right. uh, switching at the beginning. Switching doesn't is no action points. Oh, yeah. at the beginning? Yep. Oh yeah, I just did that one. Yep. Sorry. 
You can switch. That's why the whole joke was, oh, he always says to get yeah, your weapon yeah. ready at first. <laughs> Wait, so I could still use... Yes. I could still use the Widowmaker. It's the crit success that is, like, what causes the chaos permanency. Yeah. yeah, you can absolutely use the weapon. You don't so. have to do that. In fact, you should swing it as often as you like. I want well, my, remember, I want my Widowmaker when you crit, when, you, when you crit fail, you do yes. damage yourself. Yes. Okay, because yes. you kill yourself. And potentially kill yourself. Okay, it's a cursed hey, hey, weapon. What was your dooming moment? Uh, stab my by, by my own knife. Thank oh you. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> okay, it worked out. It worked out way too well. That was not planned. That was not planned at all. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I'm so happy. Uh, so you got you got the widowmaker in so hand. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the widowmaker. Okay. Just I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. Take all that back. Okay. So I've got my widowmaker, and I'm going to attack the. The throng, the throng, throng, throng. <laughs> Do you just want to make a melee attack, or would you like to... You could aim, uh, and add an additional 10% to your roll, and or you could try to do any of the uh, perilous stunts for one AP, like stunning blow, take down, dirty tricks. There's a lot of different ones out there. But I would recommend, since you are probably just going to fight and bank, Yes. Aim, strike, bank. So you can dodge next time. Yeah, dodge I want to do that. So take aim. I think that's a good idea. Melee attack. Okay, so you're... Because you're I don't think I could do what I did before. Cool. So, I so like that. You're, it's now a routine test. So. Where's aim on here just so I can... Oh, take aim is that. Yeah, you take it's 180. Yep. Gotcha. So okay. then with your combat, you're going to add... You're going to add 55. Right here. Because you're at routine now. And it's a simple melee? Your mask should already oh, be on your Yeah, I have. Page. Oh, so you actually I have, have it. A 65. So 65, yeah. The nice thing about putting this here is I can actually reposition this. That's why I usually like, write mine here. Zoom yeah. in. As long as it nice. <laughs> yeah. But now the lamp. Nice. Now the lamp. That's the lamp number one. There's two lamps. Oh, good. Okay. So this will be lamp. 65. Okay. 28. Nice. Roll damage. And then you just roll a d6. I knew that. Right, there's nothing special about the damage on that, right, Dan? Damage. Uh, a right. six! So an explosion. Roll again. So roll again. A three. Okay. Okay, so you take six and three, nine, and you add your combat to that. Right? You thirteen. special on that? No. Uh, One d6. Okay, yeah, combat. So, thirteen. Thirteen. Good. The wall of husks has been slain. Yes! Yes! Man, I'm good. Okay. Okay. Well, looking a little better. Looking a little better. Okay, anything else? I do this. this <laughs> anything else? Uh, so we're all together now? Yeah, you're all quite Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bank it, but I'm gonna stay with them. I'm not gonna leave them. Okay. Okay. So all right. then you gotta pass the... Uh, now it's Toma's turn. All right, okay. Toma. Okay. Um, I will reload. Oh wait! I was My name Hold on. is Espilison. Hold on. It is Tomas. It's, it's next turn. Hold on, guys. <laughs> I will reload. Okay. And how much does it cost to load? Reload your weapon. Uh, is it an arbalist or a light? It's a hunting bow. So hunting bow. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, I'll reload and I will fire. Okay. Which one? All right. Uh, from where you're, oh, well, I guess it's, well, here's the problem. Um, you've got, you've got a visibility challenge. You've got somebody okay. literally right at your diagonal. Right. Um, so it's going to be, uh, challenging. And wish, unless you, from where you're at right here. Right here. 
through here. It's going to be challenging unless you choose, unless you can always take aim if you like, it's up to you. Yeah, I'll take aim. I'll take aim for one. Okay, cool. Alright, uh, so now it'll make it a standard for you. Okay. Roll up beautiful bean footage. Succeed. And a 33 is a critical success. Nice! Oh, That's man. great! <laughs> There's a six. Whoa! We've got some big damage here. Oh my gosh. 18 damage. We're kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, uh, you uh, so, <laughs> so that single that single arrow that that um, Toma fired from his hunting bow, they are seriously wounded Ooh. already. Yeah, I rolled two d six. No sixes. Okay. They kind of amble about. They're kind of as one of them is struck by the arrow. He kind of steps backwards as his arm is pinned to the other one. They kind of break. They kind of snap the arrow as they pull their arms apart, and they continue their kind of slow ambling state as they are not, but not, not dead. Um, anything else? That's it for me. Oh, my turn is over, so the Lanternborn's turn. Oh, okay. Oh, you look okay, down toward the, the far end of... The far, far end. We'll do it from his perspective. The far end of the boulevard. And you can see Suspirianzi, the glowing eyes beneath the broad hat. And you see him close the shutters of the lantern. And he recedes back into the mist. What did that hat? (laughs) (laughs) You can remove the lantern born from the initiative ladder, but... Quick, shoot it off of me. (laughs) What will happen with the lantern born, we shall find out perhaps later on. What will happen with the hat? The lantern born has been the scariest character in all the games for me so far. I don't know why. It's very scary to me. <laughs> this is a big point. So mechanically and air defense good. He is pretty spooky. Yeah, and he <laughs> So, uh, Pipistrella, it's now your turn. Okay, uh, so a couple questions. Yes, uh, I'll spin this toward you so you can see. Yeah. Um, if I adjust a little bit, can I get in a view on any of these? Yeah, if, you move, if you move one, one yard over. Okay. Uh, somebody want to move uh, Pipistrella over one step, please? Yep. To the left? Yep. Here I am. All right, I'm so I spend an action point to do that. I spend an action trip. point to load. Okay. And then I spend an action point to uh, loose okay. it. It's going to be standard. Standard is going to be 41% because she is awesome at fighting. You got this. I got this. <laughs> and that's a 100. Oh, oh, oh my that. god! And there goes a broken weapon. Wow! Oh my god! Two 100s tonight? Hey, hey, we're besties, oh. right? We're, we're gonna, oh, we gotta, oh gotta god! Get, she's back, we gotta give it 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh so, my. here's what happens. Uh, Pipistrella swing the, the, the whole sling and just throws the sling out the window. As you are, as, as you disarm Sorry. yourself, and the sling kind of, and you and you see this rat go, like ricochet off the wall, oh amid the rain, and and because you rolled a, a one hundred, um, somehow, some way, it goes underneath the boots of the wall of the throng of the dead, and as they're walking, it you can see it just kind of tear apart as your weapon's destroyed. Okay. 
least it's just a sling. So, to, to equip clarification, this, this is a house rule. Yeah. So, typically, when you critically right. fail with a weapon to strike, you're disarmed. If you critically fail to parry, um, you just suffer more damage. But when you roll a natural 100, which is always a critical failure, your weapon is destroyed. Yeah. So, uh, and if you roll a natural zero one, their weapon is destroyed if you parry or attack. So, it can be really nice. Unless the weapon is Castle Forge, of course. Uh, she, you hear her go, oh, shit! Uh, <laughs> as she's like, Whoopsie. okay, uh, uh, I'll be right there! Does <laughs> 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 anyone broke out the window? <laughs> you want to go out the window and drop down? No, it's a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> I think you used all your AP, didn't you? No, I moved over and I attacked. I got oh, one okay. AP left. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. you can climb up there for one actual point and drop down. On the windowsill, or yeah, how easy is it to balance the on the windowsill? You can get out there with no roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, it's ten feet up, but yeah, yeah, she's she's, right into him. she's gonna look over and she's gonna. <laughs> You're so fragile, no. Uh, uh, uh Espelosa uh, sees and you and she, goes, "Chill out, just stay right there." <laughs> I got, but I gotta help. We're good. We're good. I'll be there. And she takes the long way around. Okay. Okay. So you begin uh, moving through. What's your hustle? <laughs> it's seven. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. I'll open this door up. Why not? Let's open the door. I love you, <laughs> This I bought these opening doors for this purpose because I really wanted doors that could open inside this little yeah. place that you call home now. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> so you're so you're She's You're inside Hey this is what I you're right here. Okay, so uh, anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> so what do you do? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so what do you so do? So Pipistrella's turn is now over. It is now Suspiriansi's turn. Suspiriansi rhymes with Beyonce. Suspiriansi. It is now my turn. It is now my turn. What do you want to do? Uh, Let's say in robot voice. Beyonce. So they say in the old country. Beyonce. 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 Okay. Yeah, I, I want to just pick up um, anything on the ground and throw it. Pick up a stone, okay? Yep. Okay. You, you pick up a rock off the ground and you chuck it. Is it's going to be a simple ranged attack, so it's going to be standard. Okay. Cost one action point to pick up a rock and then you throw it for one action point. Simple ranged. Combat forty three standard. To pick up a there's plenty of broken rock around here in cobble. Not in cabool, but cobblestone. Cool. Ninety six. Not yeah, at least it's not. Pipistrello likes rocks too. You do this. You kind of like. It's. We're getting better. We're, we're moving <laughs> in the right direction. Yeah. The rock kind of goes, flump, like right behind them, <laughs> and they don't react to it. They don't even notice it. You just see this throng of. <laughs> Flayed things cr- kind of ambling toward you in a throng of people, like shoulder to shoulder. Like uh, you can still You can see the you can see the let's see, you can see the cold air out of their their broken throats, just kind of like issuing forth, kind of like a harsh whisper. If you want, you can make that last too, so that way you can defend yourself. Anything else you want to do? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna bank it. Okay, bank it. You do. All right. It is my my turn is complete. 
It is now the turn of the wall of husks. Horde. Husks. 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 Sorry, I should have wrote that. Huck husks. Yeah, um, all of eight. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and they they shall they shall they shall not overcome they shall come. Um, so <laughs> one two three four five. All right, the throng comes toward all of you, or toward uh, Spillicent and Clovis, as you're literally at the gates of Chateau Moreau, and you notice that these gates, as much as you'd seen them before, they are clearly, like, you can see that there's graven images of the custodian upon them. Like, there's something very unusual about these gates that you haven't even quite puzzled out yet, Pipistrella. But um, as they kind of come toward it, you see them, they, they almost, like, kind of stop moving for a moment and then they resume their terrible attacks with their hands grabbing toward the both of you. Um, so if Estrella, I'm going to try to attack you first. Hi. Not Pistrella, my apologies. I'm like, Espilson. I'm Espilson. <laughs> she's still, She's still shuffling. She sure is. And she's <laughs> awfully close to those, those, those baddies. I rolled a zero seven. You banked an action point. You want to try to parry? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, so... So they, they are they are attacking. They're technically unarmed. They're trying to crawl their way inside you. Ooh, so you usually get a bonus. Yeah. So ah. your your ability to parry is is trivial. Or sorry, not trivial. Routine. So add your your ability is called hungry hands. So fifty five plus ten, hmm. sixty five again. Sixty five. I am. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah. Sixty five. Fifty four. Nice. nice. You hit. Roll damage. Woot woot. Okay. Oh that's no, it's a... just to parry. Oh, the Paris, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> well, flame, I was like, you 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 oh, knock you, damage, you knock away you knock away one of their attacks. Yes. Um, the other one is going to to the one that is currently uh, seriously the, the throne that's seriously wounded is kind of reaching toward Clovis, um, <clears throat> trying to to pull you back in. Um, I rolled a ninety-five. I actually ooh. Um, you might as well just start swinging at me again, Dan. You got the coins. Yeah, no, you won't. I'm not going to roll spin. As your battle, I'm buddy, I recommend. <laughs> <laughs> the drama of the dead's turn is over. Clovis, you're up. Uh, okay. Then I will... So you're right here. Is it? Are there dead underneath me that need you're... to be caught on fire? Yes. Then I will use an action to catch those okay. on fire. <laughs> you, I want to get the somas. You drop the... Well, you will be it's not your turn. So uh, you you plunge your weapon beneath you because you're really crawling. On, you're walking on top of corpses, right? And you plunge your sword down. They begin to softly kindle and burn. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, to be clear, um, when you had found the somas before, it was only after you burn. They burn. Oh, gotcha. It was gotcha, calcified gotcha. inside their chest. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I after Sarah I... will learn. Get burned. You, you, you burnt. <laughs> remembering, I was just testing you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're so you so one action point to 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 slay the throng, and then you have two action points left. Okay. Then I will attack and bank. Okay. Just a standard attack. Standard attack. Yeah. Sixty-eight. Fifty will do. Nice. Roll damage. Yours. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and use my punishing on my Zweihander. One action, action point. One, one last action point. Yeah. Last action point of hero. Yes. Woo! Explosion! With a one, but whatever. Okay, so 10 plus 6, 16. Well, the nice thing is because nice. um, your weapon is burning from the Flamberger egg, 
the throng that is slaughtered and they're caught on fire. They're kind of flailing wildly until the bodies fall. What do we hear? What's the, what's the what are the last words we hear from the dam? Like Papa, mother, <laughs> Papa, Papa. As the as, when as the as the throng is slain, um, that what they learned in the game is that whenever these things are killed, they utter the word their last words when they're on their deathbed. Oh, that's right. So how many? How many were in this? I know it was three. you, Pip. I know it was you. So we hear we hear. We hear three. We hear three cries. I know it was you, Pip. I know it was you. <laughs> what? Can, one of the cries. One of the cries we hear was. How many were in that throng? Was it eleven? Because you said Papa. 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 I was doing five miles. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anything else you wish to do? No. I. I. Uh, I am out of action points. Okay. That means it is a spell sense turn, and we still have this other horde that has not been harmed. Yeah. They are. They are. They are. They're in the in in the midst of it with these all these six misfortune points that I have just sitting right here. I can't wait to spend this round. So, what do you want to do? Spill up it? I'm going after them with my Widowmaker. Just a melee attack. Melee attack. Okay. Now, if you want to, remember you can aim, which will bring your chance up. Yeah. Let me aim. Okay. One. Yep. And then. Uh, two. Okay. Two. Ooh, and you might want to bank because they'll be able to attack you, remember? So you'll want to be able to have an actual point banked. I would remember. Okay, I'll aim one. See that? Okay. Live a little. So that's a routine test. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's a routine test. Literally. Literally. <laughs> A routine melee attack. Just throwing rocks. Right. Um, and already died. Yeah. In the first 30 minutes. Hold yeah, on, yeah. Hey! 55. That's my love goes. <laughs> 26. Hey, you hit. And I think that they are probably going to try to deflect this attack barehanded with Bring a parry. It. As I spend With that misfortune blade. They can't even see that blade, Mom. Yeah, they're not going to have a good chance, that's for sure. No, they have a very poor chance. I roll a zero four. Oh, well. So been. as you raise your blade to swing, they actually, they, they're asked to reach out, and you don't manage to even connect. You can't even get a full extension of your arm as your attack is buried. Yeah. It's okay. It's yep. okay. Anything else is close that you want to do? We can do it. He can do it. I'm just going to I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and say Espilicent is complete. Uh, until the next round, and Toma, please do your thing. All right, you're All up, Toma. Right. I'm going to right here. I'm going to draw my flange mace. Okay. Watching figure will, swap. I will hustle forward Hot swap. and give a give a clonk on the noggin. I'm just gonna. Standard flaming mace. Flanged mace. Flanged mace. Oh. Flanges. Uh, it's the one that's got the weird. Are you charging or just hustling? Uh, just hustle. Okay, I don't know just standard explain. attack. Oh no, I'm sorry. It is actually easy because they're not outnumbered. And a 56 like succeeds. Nice. Roll damage and additional d6 are outnumbered. All right. So that's going to be 13, and it is a powerful weapon, so they need to resist or be forced out of the engagement. Ooh. Rule 25, but that actually isn't enough. How much damage did you do? I'm sorry? 13. Okay. They are, well, they're moderately wounded. 
and the weapon is powerful. And you try to sh- it tries to, you try to shove them back with the kind of the hilt of it, but it doesn't they they manage to resist? They're, they okay. have to budge. No six on the uh, model we wanted. Cool. I am finished with my turn, and it is now Pipistrella's turn. Pipistrella. I'm banking by that last AP. <laughs> okay, breaking into a full fledged run, Pipistrella will try and catch up with the group. Be like, <laughs> I gotta get to him. I gotta get to him. So, so 20, what is uh, over what, 21. Is, what is what is her what is her run? Let's yeah, move let's do 21. this. Let's let's ooh do a little zoom action. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. One, two, three. Eh. Eh. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> trying so trying to squeeze through, and, and literally, you're, you're, uh, you're wearing she's, your big uh, one. My, my, she's whip, stuck. my whipple has your turned into a flying. Your whipple is stuck. Right one and it's stuck. It's stuck. You land on that one square. <laughs> so you run as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> to get through through where the where the walls collapsed, where you planned Whipple. with time to close up. Um, <laughs> time time getting immediately. <laughs> the, oh, your hat is stuck. I see like yeah. the nun's hat. <laughs> the nun's hat, but, yeah. Like the flying hat's good. Um, yes. Because it's right. I forget that. Uh, anything else? I know. Okay. <laughs> what do we say? We say <laughs> Pipistrella's turn is now over. The next person in line is Suspirioni. Suspirioni. It rises beyond Suspirioni. 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 We have gotten a lot of old country Italian references. <laughs> yeah. We are sorry to all the Italian people who watch this. We know that you do the same thing to American names or to your own names. Yeah, you know. that's true. Um, Regardless, uh, what would you like to do? Where is she? You are kind of um, pepperoni. In behind everybody. You're going to pick up another stone and throw it? Well, I actually have some um, throwing knives that I would like to... Oh, that's right! So, what's your a- what's the action you point to cost to load it? Do you want to talk to your battle buddy? What? What She's about? about to throw into our group. That's all right. Load, it says it varies. No, 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 you could yeah, potentially hit your team. But I'm not. Point. I'm throwing it yeah, at exactly. the horde. Yes, but they're all collected we're together all collected so together. closely. See, we're, we're striking we're somebody. Like, be able to pick somebody out and be like, I got it. Without hitting your friend. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't work. Okay. It's not really how to throw a knife. It's a knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully you'll hit your friends. You have a risk of hitting your friend. I'm not going to hit my friends. Okay. Maybe I should turn around with Do you want to take aim before that? You should. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's going to be all your action points if you do this. Let's go. Okay, it's going to be challenging. Okay, I don't understand why that is, but... Because uh, you're throwing <laughs> into us. Yeah, so to be, just, just a quick rule clarification. And this is for everybody's benefit. Anytime, before you roll, okay. anytime you roll dice with a ranged weapon where you're where your allies are engaged with enemies, meaning the squares touch, they're toe-to-toe, it's a hard test. Okay. Almost always. Um, so go ahead and roll your dice in your nice thing there, and let's see what happens. 
Yes. And this is a simple range. Simple range, challenging is what he's challenging. What he's and you aim, so standard. That's gonna do it. Twenty nine. Nice. Ah, roll damage. Yeah. Okay, so roll the d6. One. Yep. Five. That's a five. Now you add. Um, you should have agility bonus. Somewhere on there. Yeah. Um, Top. So your agility bonus is there. So add that. nine. Nine damage. Okay. Told you. I heard a. Whoosh Seriously <laughs> wounded. All right, I roll two D. Oh, sorry. Yep. Yeah, seriously, we just roll. So yep. um, we we're testing to I'm see if it's injured, and um, mm -hmm. at serious, it is two D six. So. Oh, okay. Two D six. You want to roll a six? I did not. Two D. Two D. Unfortunately, uh, none of the throng of the damned are injured, and they continue their fight as you are on the break. Um, okay. Anything else? Spiriansi's turn is now finished. Next is the Wall of H that I can't remember. Husk. Husk. <laughs> well, I love that everybody is engaged right there because <laughs> their hands reach out toward all of you, trying to, to grasp all of this Wall of the Damned. Um, is there an attack? You and you and you. Okay. <laughs> and I rolled a 99. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, ah. when you critically <laughs> fail with a melee attack, they would technically be disarmed. But because they attack with their hands, I'm just going to give you an opportunity attack for one of you. Ooh. Who wants to you take it? You want it or you want Nick to take it? What's your weapon? Flanked mace. I have the highest percentage to hit, but I, I can push rolling. back terribly. It's true. I'm rolling really well. I'm rolling racks. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think I should take it. Go for it. <laughs> All right. All right. Roll so, a hit. It's, 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 it's easy. Right it's a, it's easy. A, yeah, right. it's an opportunity 81. attack. Uh, that's a success. Nice. Roll damage. They can't dodge or parry. And this is just 1d6. Yep. That was a 7. Mm. And it is powerful, so they. Unfortunately, it's not enough to damage them. Uh, they remain seriously wounded. Bonk. So. Okay. Oh, good try. Okay. Son of a biscuit. So, um, yeah, they can't be disarmed. Um, but but they still have two action points left. And I have all this misfortune here. Yeah, of course you do. So I think what's going to happen is they're going to proceed to, uh, you know, they're going to grab a hold of you and gonna choke the life out of you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> because they are a throng of people. Their chances are pretty damn good. I roll them critical success. Oh, 11. so they grab. So they grab a hold of you. Are they holding they, me up? They're kind of they grab a hold. Yeah, so the arms are. One of them's got a hold of your arm. The other one's got a hold of your, like they're pulling your arms apart. Okay. You still got your weapon in your hand, but your arms are wrenched like this. Okay. And one of them kind of grabs your throat, and you can feel the life being choked out of you as you suffer. Uh, Sixteen physical peril. Okay. And you are caught in a chokehold. Yep, so move down two. <clears throat> so ignore two skill ranks. Okay. And, um. Well, you rolled a critical, so she has no way of breaking it this round. That's correct. And why not? I've got misfortune points. They're going to maneuver backwards with their hands. Uh huh. <clears throat> so I'll spend two misfortune as they proceed to kind of draw, taking her backwards, trying to get her away. 
get away in the mist with her. So okay. one, two, three, and we're just gonna kind of retire your character over here until um, until you're yes. Question. Yes. My mask of fear. Yes. How do I use the? It's, it's select one foe in combat. Mm-hmm. Foe suffers a negative twenty base chance. Do I have to announce like I am? I am like I making because I have it on at all yeah. times. Mm-hmm. But I have to announce that I'm going to use that power. So I will. I'll. I'll answer your question with a question. Okay. Or sorry, I'll answer your question with something. Lot. So if you have a weapon on you, you would have to declare to use your weapon, right? Right. You wouldn't assume you'd just be using your weapon to kill somebody. So the same thing for your mask. It says you need to don your mask. Okay. And then select. And then choose select. a foe. Right. Okay. Select a foe. Yeah. So you would need to do that. Um, okay. But you can only do it on your turn, though. No, no, I so, get, I get it. Yeah. I was, I was realizing that I should be starting to focus on the mask as well. Yeah, and the mask is super helpful for super you. Powerful. Yeah, yeah, that is really powerful. Yeah. Sorry, above boards, had no clue about this thing. I well, I forgot about it too. So mask of um, fear. That's okay. The Siabra are freaking scary. <laughs> I keep yeah. trying to get Sonya to draw my characters. Mm-hmm. Like she's a great artist. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think I'm just going to use another f- misfortune point Fine. Uh, to, to continue slowly ambling backwards because they want to get some distance. They want to take her back into this. They want to return to the lantern bearer and bring her back to their master. One, two, three, four, five, six. <clears throat> and my, my turn is now, I think my turn's over. I got two misfortune points left. Uh, my turn is over, so now it's Clovis's turn. Clovis, what would you like to do? You're at the far end. Of- Charge! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they didn't expect that. <laughs> uh, so uh, go ahead and move your charge here. Just make sure that I can one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, Clovis. So you rush forward with what, Nan? Where's Wyander? <laughs> so okay, uh, so it's uh, it's routine to strike. Okay. Don't critically fail. Right. Routine to strike. Seventy-eight uh, percent chance. Uh, I'm gonna take one of those. Okay. So you use a fortune oh, point. Okay. I have rolled a ninety oh, every time. Yeah. All right. That's a success. I rolled a crit success and a crit failure back to back. <laughs> I haven't rolled. No crit fails or success. Okay, uh, roll damage. You crash into them at this vine. Add additional d6 for charging. And since uh, it's punishing, I'm going to use that third. No, no, no. I have my own. Your own what? AP. I have my own AP left. Charges two AP. Attack is one AP. Oh. Yeah. You want to use that fortune point for that? What do you guys think? Do it. Do it. Okay. Do it. And there's a six. Nice. Thirteen. 15 and 6. 21 points. Only 21. The throng of the dead collapses. The arms hewn that was holding you, you drop kind of like a marionette with its strings cut to the ground. Yeah. What, does what does it say? What is the last thing it says? Oh, how many? How, you get to choose two. I'll choose one. Three. I, wanted, I wanted to choose one. Choose one. Okay. Choose How about one, everybody two. said something in one, okay. one, two, three. So one, two, three. And the throng of the dead collapses <laughs> in the middle of the boulevard. 
You can feel the rain pitter-pattering off of you as you're breathing hard at this point, as you're trying to collect yourselves and catch your breath. Okay, so we we turn back to um, the streets of this unknown city. Um, uh, Suspirianzi. You're among uh, strange faces in the mist. Who, who, do they, who do they see when they see you in the street? Like, what would they... How would they see you in this scene? They see a young, gentish man. No, 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 no. It's a Spirianzi. It's a Spirianzi. Okay, so... It's a is a young, gentish man. <laughs> uh, no, she... Uh, Spirianzi is an adult human woman um, with... She's got an athletic build. Her skin is fair. She's short. She has long, wavy red hair that you may think is just doused in blood right now from the burn on her side. That's how deep red it is. Uh, and her eyes are very stormy. Something unique about her is that she has a pierced nose. Septum, is it a nostril? Is it middle of the bridge of the nose? It's a, it's a, right, it's a right nostril. It's not a septum. So she, this, this woman is soaked in rain and blood and standing amid the dead. We'll burn the rest of them. Okay. So you see this collection of how, I mean, how would you collectively describe what you may look like in the scene? Not individually as characters, but like what would if if this was a movie what would we see happening right now? What would this look like to somebody who's watching this movie every day? I'd probably say Tomas, do you want to welcome her? Oh, you poor thing is this woman in a wimble that comes up and um, like immediately is drawn to your burn mark. It's like we need to get you out of the out of the rain and, and take care of you. Get inside. Inside. Come on. We'll, we'll make our introductions out of the wet. Yep. I'll keep the wall. Are you hurt? No. Is anyone else hurt? I'm I'm lightly you can see you can see that the others of Bastion are gathering outside. Uh, the uh, the Oxmaster Harlan comes up to you and <clears throat> I'll get the wall. Watch for her. Appreciate it. You kind of come inside this over over the, where this wall has collapsed inside this old manor home, and you can see in the yard there are hundreds upon hundreds of bones littering the yard and they take you inside this two-story fortified white manor and as you come inside there's this roaring hearth this warmth that fills the room and this golden glow inside this kind of entrance chamber of this very old chateau good evening seems we caught you just in time what is going on here what was that? Well, before we go any further, I'd like to introduce myself and my companions. Uh, my name is Toma. Uh, this here is Pipistrella. Hi. And Clovis. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's Billicent. Uh, we'll, we'll introduce you to everyone else when we have the time. But uh, as far as we know, those things out there are we call husks. They're, their minds are gone. 
their souls separated from the body what they live on damned they were going to tear your insides out but we got to you just in time well I thank you for saving me but I just don't understand what's going on I was asleep one minute and then I woke up and my body was burned the next and now I'm seconds away from death it feels like everyone around you woke up one day in much the same manner we have no memory of our past life but here we are today making the best of it it's kind of come back in pieces yeah maybe it'll come back for you too at least you didn't wake up being chased by a monkey (laughs) yes that's true I woke up being chased by three hordes of living dead things well that's a daily basis around here so (laughs) I would say you'll get used to it but you won't with the lantern I don't know it was Uh, scary do you know gentlemen to ask you to leave for just a moment. She really needs to be tended to. Understood. Why don't you I'll guys go you... grab those somas out of those uh, husks? Oh yeah. Pip, did you break out a window? <laughs> yes. Did you think that that was a wise idea? Well, I wasn't really thinking. Clovis, what's done is done. All right, all right, all right. Just something else we gotta fix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, my my sling. I'm gonna need another or a different weapon. Maybe a different weapon would be better. We're gonna have to teach you a bow. Uh, no. We'll try. We'll try something different. But get, see to. Uh, I'm I'm lightly wounded, and then. Uh, no, you can. Well, you can stay. <laughs> I'll grab Tomas and I'll start to walk off. I'm, I'm gonna stay, and then once I'm healed, I'm gonna come help you grab some cleanup outside. Mm-hmm. So, as as Suspiri, Ansi, and the Spillis, or Pipistrella are saying there, who, who does she see? Like, who is this person in front of her that she mm. sees? My name is Aspillicent. Uh I have made my life as a pioneer. I'm a middle-aged. Moy Siabra. I go by Moy pronouns. Thank you. So, quick time out. What? Did, so, not what's on your sheet. Like okay, if, just if, who if am they, I? Yeah, if this is a if this is a movie, like okay. and the camera is pointed towards okay. Wilson from so from Suspiriancy's perspective, like what would she see in this moment? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, like, what is the mood? Like, what 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 would so, what, what is what is going on with 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 um. Spillicent, like what would she see? So right now, right now, I tend to be when I'm in my when I'm safe. I tend to just kind of be in a crouching position. I have a big mask on, mask of fear, um, and I'm not necessarily quiet, but I'm definitely keeping an eye on everything. I tend to stand just a little outside of everything. So if everyone's together, I'm back just a few few feet, just kind of crouched and looking around and always kind of on, kind of tracking everything at all times. I'm gonna ask what your mask, what's the mask about? Well, as a Siabra, we 
have our masks on, we never take them off. This is my mask of fear. Um, Does it mean you're fearful? Oh, no, that or you're causing fear. I am causing fear okay. when I need to. And in the, in the moment I need to cause fear, I, I use the power of my mask. You see, I mean, a very traditionally dressed um, priestess, like, um, and she's wearing a she's wearing a wimple that she is constantly fidgeting with. Like, she will not leave it alone. Like, she's constantly adjusting it, um, and extremely young looking face, and. Um, very comfortable with getting in other people's personal bubble. <laughs> Do you have a trust in the face? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, like a, tr- a face to be trusted, but a face that also trusts others. Yup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like uh, this. Right here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. envision her that that scary, but um. Yeah. Uh, well, like, everyone kind of looks scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the drone care and cures and inviters are scary. Yeah. <laughs> it is dark. Like, uh, you can see that earlier when the men were in the room, she like almost reached out to touch Clovis on the shoulder, but then like remembered and didn't. Um, so. So would you say that you're meek? No, or? she's not meek. She's she's kind of um, not used to this style of life. She came from a place that was a lot more comfortable. Like, you would pick that up immediately. Um, and, uh, uh, like, the eternal optimist. And so she, like, immediately starts seeing to your wound and, um, like, really trying to make small talk, which is probably not appropriate for this <laughs> point in time. Um, so just trying to make light of everything. Um, it's almost like... It's almost like you tell, like, like she's doing this for herself more than anything else. Yeah. So, to, what's your current damage condition track at? I'm seriously wounded. It's a standard heal test it's for standard you, Estrella. Okay. And be sure to spend the bandage. Um, yep, I got one on me. I, um, I have more of you, so. Yeah, we're going to need to refill on bandages here. Um, and standard will be... 59. 75 won't do it, so I'd like to spend a fortune point. Mm, this guy right here. Cool. Alright. Don't want to roll over the dog. So. She's waiting for you to drop something. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's our mascot. No, 26 will <laughs> succeed. Okay, so you'll move. Um, what's your intelligence bonus for? Yeah, so you move um, one step up the damage condition track. So the um, <clears throat> you see other faces and you hear other voices in this place as they pass by, but you don't really track who they are. Just these four folk. You all slowly begin to reconvene back in the main hallway. You can hear the storm still outside, the rain pattering against the glass, the fire fighting against uh, a wind that you can't quite see, but you can hear it whistling through the inside of this old chateau. You can see these moldering paintings of these uh, dark-skinned nobles kind of like looking very real, watching over all of you. The 
former inhabitants of this unknown place that you, those who are here, have come to come to know as Chateau Moreau. Are you okay with being seen too? Absolutely. And so she'll um, say, do you have a bandage on you? I'm out. I have one left. Okay. So you're lightly wounded? I'm lightly okay, wounded. You're now unharmed. No skill test necessary. Okay. Same. I'll mark out the band-aid. Okay. Do you want me to give you what I have? Yeah. Since you're the actual healer. The, uh, the bronze... Put two down. In, in, okay. in, in the case of Tuma, um, the bronze rod of leadership feels heavy and weighty at your waist. You can have loops inside your belt and hangs at your side. It feels it feels ceremonial, but but the but knowing what Simon the Small, the decision making he had to kind of make it, the arbitration that he did, like it, it's a, it's almost even like a crown, I suppose, to some degree. Mm-hmm. There's respect that comes with it, and the folk of Bastion who are here um, recognize that. Not just the respect, but the responsibility that comes with it. Yeah. Espilicent. No, I mean, I'm sorry, Pipistrella. I, he hands, Toma hands his hunting bow over. I don't have the temperament to use this. It's something about the methodical, slow nature. Doesn't set well with me, so I want you to have this. Have what? This hunting bow. Oh. I like you see her like take it and then like she takes an arrow and she's like it the arrow's bouncing all over her. she's like <laughs> she's like she's like how does it and she keeps turning and you see the fletchings and she doesn't understand how it goes in there <laughs> and then eventually she knocks the arrow but the fletching is pointed towards the bow mm-hmm. and yeah. she's like like that not quite I'll, I'll show you tomorrow <laughs> A hunting bow. Mm-hmm. How many arrows? Um, I didn't write that down, but I guess none. Uh, <laughs> oh, six. Six, six <laughs> arrows. So, a uh, quick above board comment. Um, because this is a survival horror campaign, supplies will be limited. So okay. you will need to track your supplies carefully. Gotcha. Except for food. Oh, earlier. But the supplies that you have otherwise. I'm running real low. I have a whole bunch of nothing, guys. Well, tomorrow, uh, it's been a week. You feel alright? No, honestly, I'm not doing great, but you know, I actually have a lot of lot of men here, which helps me. Yeah, it it can. You're gonna have a real good time after it, but it it will help. I think I'm gonna just go ahead and take that get myself back to strength. So, she procures a small vial that looks highly decorative. Like, the top of the line is actually a silver clasp. It's not like the clay bottles you had seen before. And she pulls out like a, a delicate piece of glass, like a decanter, and mixes water along inside of it with this long kind of silver spoon. And she takes a sip. So you move to... Now, what are you currently at? Moderately wounded. Now you're lightly wounded, and you gain one corruption. Well, that's... But you're tripping now. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just Her whole makeup appears to be like of a much higher stock. I'm gonna say, uh, look, you guys, I'm really happy that you saved me. That was great news. I got some coffee. You guys want to drink some coffee? Not this late at night. <laughs> I thought it was morning. This is a yeah. gift from me to you. What? Why don't we do that in the morning? We have a lot to talk about. Uh, well, there's, I'll, there's I'll take watch tonight, so I'll take some coffee. I'd love to give you. So, some just coffee. a quick clarification: like, you never have to worry about keeping watch. Like, oh, we okay. should. This, this, this is this just for everybody, so we can keep the focus on you. You have to worry about setting watches and doing the mundane okay, stuff. We're not doing like it. building fires and provisioning. Okay. Like, because okay. the story is about you and the action around that, we can let some of that fade into the background, up to and including that like, we can we can press forward time quickly as needed to okay. to kind of to, to kind of accommodate because we were playing every other week. We can kind of keep this at a brisk pace and let some of the the less the more mundane stuff like fade to the background with the rest of the like the other characters can yeah. be taken care of. Yeah, that's right. I'll delegate it out. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Talon. <laughs> well, okay. So Try not to interrupt, but just to just to no, that, that makes for, sense. for that everyone. Makes sense. Okay, that's a no on the coffee. Then. I'll drink coffee with you. I'll I can sleep through anything. Thank you. Let's drink it. But there's Let's there's rooms of plenty here, so claim one at whichever you will. We all got our own room around here. We decided to stay and. Uh, and where are our servants? <laughs> oh. We're not that lucky yet. You're looking at them. We all serve each other here. We take care of ourselves here. Okay. You're not so, even sure what else is in the in the city beyond this. It's very clear that this place does not belong to them. That they kind of have, they're kind of squatting here. Perhaps uh, they still look. They're not quite settled in either. They you can see that they've still got their trunks and other trappings have not quite been installed in this place yet. And in fact, the entire entrance way is filled with um, boxes and crates that they offloaded from a series of wagons out in the yard. You saw oxen gray grazing in the grass, in fact. So who will be giving us our dinner tonight? Well, you want to go and uh, make some? I don't know what that means. I can help you. Okay. We're all, we're all basically having to take care of each other at this point. Yeah, there's no servants anymore. We're going to... We'll help you um, figure out. You want servants? They're out in the street. They're on Where are they? I'll go get them. They will serve quickly for your death. Okay. So I'm gonna lead lead Susperoni. Susperianci, like Beyonce. I'm gonna lead Susperianci to where the rations are. And um, and and help you uh, show you how to open some cans. Um, we can take some stuff back to the the fireplace and uh, warm some stuff up. And then I'm also gonna show you where you clean up after yourself. As as um, as a spillicent a spillicent a spillicent takes Asperianzi in through a dining hall that clearly one this whoever though our family lived here was a small family but they what's up it's looking at your shirt oh, okay it's journey pro wrestling woo <laughs> 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 um, it looks like a joust shirt though it's brilliant I love it 
Local it's Kate. so bright. I like the orange. It's local Kansas City Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It's fucking sweet. Check it out. JuniperLKC.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, I will. Thank you. Regardless, um, it's clear that this this manor home, um, and this is what you all kind of gather in the next kind of, you know, have you, as you meander about and do your things and sleep for that evening, uh, it's clear this is a very small family. This manor home maybe would suit perhaps... 20 people or less, including with servants. The servants' quarters are down, uh, are also on, are on the ground floor, and the lord and, the, and their children live on the upper floors where you have claimed for your own. Uh, you manage to eat and you rest, and the next day comes, um, and you all are reco- recovered to uh, unhindered on your peril condition track. Nice. nice. Me too. Done for yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, once you rest. Yeah, I was real stressed out, guys. I have some bruises under my mask. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So, so I'm okay. we'll break our fast and yeah. talk. Yeah. Tomorrow we need to we need to start doing the things we talked about. Yes, today's the day. We were licking our wounds yesterday. We recovered. Today's the day to work. Whoa. Get some of these wagons out of the way so we can actually move. You know, we've got a lot of people around here to kind of do this, uh, you know, labor type stuff. So I think we should head out to the city and take a look around. There's someone is ringing a gong, a, a bell out there. They might need help. It might be some husks, but I think we should check on it. I also think we need supplies. We need to figure out how to get supplies. All that kind of stuff is on the way. Let's how many it. people are alive? We I don't was, know. I was told something in my dreams. What did you hear? I was told that we need to go to the church atop the hill and ring the tower and then go underneath within the city and ring the second bell. Why? I'm just kidding. I'm making... (laughs) Dan got the reference. (laughs) You hear the... It's a video game. You hear the cackling Uh, of crows and... Oh, our crows. Outside... You can hear the bells of the city. There it goes again. Who's I can't see them. I can't seem to fathom any sort of <coughs> cadence or regularity to them. They just ring at random. Not on the hour. Mm-hmm. Not on any significant time of any significance, like sun up or sundown. They just so ring. Husk. Oh, I wonder if uh, Francis. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. I'll be back. Aloysius. 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 Yeah. Okay. Is um, it Aloysius? Yeah. I wrote down Francis. Do we? I thought it was Franklin. Franklin. I wrote down Franklin. So we it did Franklin. Car- You're right. Do we it's get Franklin, Franklin Aloysius. Do we get a card for the crow? Yeah. Did I, I have one? Actually, I only have one have person one. marker. Can I actually I have, have him underneath Pepistrella. Franklin Aloysius. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. I have Franklin. Franklin the Raven. Yeah. Oh, never more. Excuse me. Yeah, So yeah. out in. Um, Frankie, I have, <laughs> Pip gives Frankie blueberries. Mm-hmm. We grab me a Pepsi. Okay. Thank you. So you head out into the, uh, you head outside, uh, into the, into the rain, and the crows are roosting, of course, inside the stable, or the, the carriage house, rather. Speaking of Journey Pro, Walter just texted me. 
Tell Dan I attack whatever is nearest. Cool. <laughs> How many hit points does the Red Dragon? Me? Four Franklin. <laughs> yeah. Four Franklin. So you're standing outside, and the storm horses. St- the storm horses already been stabled in the garage. One of the car- the last wagon, your wagon, has been garaged inside of it too. Yeah. Uh, she goes inside of the stable and yeah, like like second nature. Like um, immediately goes make sure that. Uh, the food is full and that there's plenty of water and all that just like even though it's already been done like yeah like it's habit and um uh then she goes franklin hey lady how you doing <laughs> hey yourself and uh, uh, franklin's part of the crows of new york yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what so what everybody else would hear who is not pipistrella is like a crow cackling at Pipistrella. Pipistrella has like a conversation with this bird that only he can you hear. Can or she can hear. You can speak to birds. Yes. Or just this one. Not just this one. Oh. No, I, I can speak to birds, snakes. You can't cats. speak to the storm horse, though, can you? Yeah, I thought no. we came here to have a conversation. <laughs> He kind of flaps his wings. Oh uh, yes, I know, I know. And she gets out a blueberry and holds it out. The says, large blackbird ducks down and snaps the snaps the blackbird out of his hand, almost and nips his hand, nips her hand as it gets the blackbird and kind of. Oh, you were gobbling up and ah. um, We've been flying all night, like you asked, you know. Oh, thank you for that. Um, see, horses are not custodians. Um, so, what did you see? We were flying around, and uh, Slim Pickens out there, Slim. But we heard a lot of noise, like a big, like a big stone cave kept making a clattering. We mm. saw people walking around. And they tried to shoo us away. Like people like us, or people like the ones that were out wandering the streets. You're all not the same. He true. inquires. Yeah, true. Um. No, we're not, but, um, did, were they wandering about aimlessly, or did they seem like they had a purpose? Uh, I don't know how to answer that question. Alright, alright. Um, I'm a bird. <laughs> okay, so you, you know these walls here, right? You know what a wall is, as I point to it. Yeah, like a big stone cave. Yeah, that, that she... The people cave. Right. So... <laughs> Were there holes in it like this one as I point over towards the section where there's a hole? Or was it all like one enclosure? It was real big, like a big stone tree. Mm-hmm. And I saw lots of pretty lights inside. Okay, that's everything I need to know. So, I appreciate what you did. Yeah. There's something extra for you. Oh, look at you. Ain't that very kind of you. All right, Pippi. We're going to see you around, right? Of course. Yes. All right. Hang about. Me and the boys going to be here. Yeah. Hang about. Don't don't, don't forget them blueberries next time you, you come back. Well, I have something for you. Even if it's not a blueberry, it'll be something you like. The, the carriage doors close to the garage. That's the two of you as you're all back out in the yard surrounding the the manor home and you can see already where this wall had collapsed 
it's pretty evident that you you, know, you kind of have a wagon near there that you use to kind of like to bolster it up, and it looks like that um, the other folk who are here, and in, in particular the ox master, has already found tools to try to reconstruct the wall. Okay. Harlan, um, <clears throat> Harlan, of course, is there, but more importantly, Stahl. Well, we gonna get this wall erected right here, and it should probably take a good, I don't know, five day or so. Anyone else who been working on it, if they need something to do, they can clear out these bones. As I'm well, I ain't gonna clear out no bones, he says, as you can, as his temperament kind of flares. <laughs> that ain't my job. I'm here to build this damn wall. I didn't say it was. I said <laughs> anyone else that isn't doing that, if they need something to do, they can clear out the bones. All right, all right, all right. Yes. You now, no, you're not being, you're not clearing out bones. You got work, other work to do. You know, put these oxen to work. Pick up these big damn blocks. I I'll put up a block and pulley up here and get them bricks lifted. I wonder something. What's that? I wonder if the reason they don't come in here is these bones were perhaps used in a ritual. Couldn't tell you look like bones to me. Well, salt looks, salt looks like salt to you, doesn't it? Well, I'm just worried about someone breaking their ankle in the middle of the night, walking through these bones. That's true, but... When I, if I had poured a line of salt on the ground before you, if, if you'd seen a line of salt on the ground before you had met me, would you know what that meant? No, but you're the expert. Are these magic bones or are they normal bones? Well, just because I'm an expert doesn't mean that I know everything. Well, you know a lot more about this uh, wiggly waggly finger magic than I do. You can see in the in the shadow of the window, Beatrix, the bookbinder in the library. You can yeah. see her shadow. She's opening a book and reading through it and closes it and disappears into the shadows inside. Well, don't yeah. Where am I? Could we? We'll assume you're right outside with them. Okay. Yeah. Could we just? By the way, you and so, the walls? real quick clarification. You fat. You recovered um, twelve calcified soma. Yes. Well, it's it's. I don't know, but I hope we can find out the answer, and I think I know somebody who may be able to find out for us. As she looks up towards... Are you going to talk to the crows again? No. The custodian? Well, yes, the custodian would know. It's just... I would have... To, we would have to wait until at least tomorrow at the earliest, and that's if she decided to show me. But I can't make any demands of her. That sounds confusing. Okay. Well. So who who knows then? The bookbinder lady? Uh, I think she can help find out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she, we need to go talk to her. She is. Ever look for a book on bones? <laughs> I mean, what do you tell her? Uh, uh, sorry. So so the laurel she's wearing. Right, that's what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, indicates that she's a follower of the learner, even if she doesn't know it. Um, but the, I think she does. And um, the lower nights. Well, it's true. A lot of people say you can't trust them. You they can't. they usually don't lie. They cause the red death. We all so, know that. So just you know. What do you have against the learner? I don't have anything against the gods. I have against the people who say they worship the learner. 
What did they do to you? Was that your business? Guess it's not. There we go. I just told you they caused the Red Death. You see those horrible things from trying to rip into your mouth and strip your bones down? And you think they caused the Red Death? Their religious beliefs? Um, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. So the... That is probably something we can discuss at a later time. I see the point you're making, and it, is a, good, it is a good point, but uh, I, I think you also have a good point, too. So You're a guest now. Religion's dead. The gods are dead. So uh, if you believe in your gods, you can talk about it, but we uh, know what happened here. I do have proof that at least the custodian is still... Somewhat active here. Should I start um, sorting bones uh, no, into I categories? I wouldn't touch any of the bones okay. at all. Um, okay. So I've been thinking about it for a while, but um, would it be okay if I asked you your your doing? Oh, yeah. You you may. May may I know your doing? I am stabbed by my own sword. Mm. Not a bone, though, so I could go touch the bones. Right. Uh, just, I'm, I'm being drawn to know. And I, I think it is something I should know. And uh, mine is six of one, half a dozen the other. If anybody else would like to share theirs, it may help us out. I look at Toma inquisitively under my mask, but you can't tell. <laughs> personal question, isn't it? It is. It is a personal question. Um, and as an Auspex, I have given people their dooming many times over. But if you'd rather tell me in private, if you trust me enough for that, then that would be good too. I want to know. But you don't have to. Let's talk about this later. Okay. So, thank you. Um, I think we should go and talk with, uh, I'm going to have a card. Don't, don't tell me. Beatrix. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Let's go see if we can find some information or any kind of documentation. <laughs> yeah. Um, she seems definitely more cheerful than you guys remember. Yeah. Like, uh, seems to be in a pretty good mood today. Oh, yes. Franklin told me that there appears to be people in the castle where the bells are ringing. He said he saw many pretty lights, so it's possible that there could be a lot of torchbearers, but... Um, torchbearers. <laughs> <laughs> They're on fire! But it, it, also, it also could be people. The word torchbearer does not make any sense to you, uh, Suspirianci. So, uh... We're burning on daylight. We should get moving then. Get to it. Yes, and so she leads the way. Do you want to talk to this woman? Or, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yes. want to go directly into the, uh, into the library? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, very narrow, um, chamber somewhere in the back of Chateau Moreau. 
you can see that there's a fire burning in one of the fireplaces, and this 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 room is maybe no wider than perhaps this wall here to here, but from wall to wall, floor to ceiling, all the way down this 20-foot long hallway, it is lined with books and scrolls and numerous volumes, some with book plates, some with no title. There are several lectern podiums around where some books are sitting out, and you can see this, this kind of, this <clears throat> young pale-skinned woman with very, very dark raven black dresses, and she's wearing these, she looks very starly, wears these long blue robes. And one of her hands is completely covered in in in, um, in a sleeve of the robe, with her own only her other hand revealed. Beatrix, as she turns around, you can see she's a very she's uh, what would be considered traditionally attractive. She has these striking blue eyes, and there's this strange garland of silver that looks almost like a um, like not a tiara, but like um, like a laurel of silver leaves around. She also, oh, I'm sorry, she says chin, her, her chin is tattooed, I forgot about that. Oh, well, good morning, everyone. You must be the newcomer. I am. Still trying to figure out what's going on here. She she raises her, her arm with the sleeve, her hand covered the sleeve, and she gives a slight curtsy. They call me Beatrice. I'm when a bookbinder. I, growing up in a... Uh, very rich household as an aristocrat give her a curtsy back it immediately connects with you like when you see her that she was clearly a servant of a high house because she, not only does she cover one of her arms in deference to those of higher stock um, among the people that you know simply as the Ghent um, but she's also a Neloranite she's a, she's a scholar immediately clicks with you when you see her. Whose house did you serve? I don't remember. Um, I have, um, as she gestures with her right hand, I have these it's like I have cobwebs. You know, I've been pulling at them and they're sticky and, and, and I feel I feel that there was once a young woman, a very young woman that I was proctored to, but that's all I really remember. Mm. And you, my lady? I don't remember either. I just woke up. But I remember the customs and traditions. I just don't remember anything else. Well, no matter. We are all here in this situation. And you are among friends. She smiles. She's about your height, by the way. Five foot, the best. Uh, I suppose it just interrupts and is kind of just like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any information on just bones and piles of bones? Any kind of ritual information? Uh, we're trying to figure out some stuff and wondering if there's any documentation of the history of this place. She gesticulates as if she's indicating outside. Oh, you mean the the yards around Chateau Moreau? Yes. So, I'm glad you asked. I actually have found some of the personal records of the lord of this place. Um, 
his name was uh, Darius Moreau. Uh, he and his wife, uh, um, She'll skip over that because I'm going to come back to it. But Lord Darius was a minor lordling and he was apparently gifted this house by the Ivory Lady, who I can only intuit was perhaps a baroness of sort of the Mercators. That's what I have sussed out so far. Was he like a bone collector, like an archaeopterips or whatever it's called? Lord Moreau uh, came from a family of priests. What kind of priests? Well, that's a good question. Um, I don't haven't really gotten that far back. Uh, the good thing is that most of the Gentish nobles kept good records. Uh, Elornites, I believe they are called, kept ample records of the houses they served. I have yet to go through all of them. But I have made an unusual discovery in relation to what you were asking about, Espilicent. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about these bones, and I don't quite know how to explain it, but I was I was sitting over the fire just last evening after Lady Suspirianzi uh, was brought into our home, and I'm a bit of a fiddler, I suppose you could say. Like my my hands are, I feel just I can't sit still sometimes. So I was holding this, and she holds up one of the, this strange oval, like almost like it's almost like a not quite transparent piece of what looks like stone, but you saw just the night before uh, Susperianzi that Espilson um, actually threw them out of the chest of the dead. I was holding this and I had this spark of inspiration and then the Soma dissolved into salt in my hand. Like I was given a sign and something occurred to me that this place out in the yards was a garden of the custodian and that the people who were buried at the grounds the rains must have caused the bones to rise I'm willing to bet that it just outside is the custodian's graveyard and then suddenly for you Pipistrola like there's this kind of like this this like you feel almost like like almost you've been punched in the gut like this kind of like sudden realization huh. and you know that the custodian's gardens are blessed to war the way the damned. In fact, uh, the damned cannot come within 10 yards of a garden or those buried within it, uh, or those buried within it cannot rise again. Guarantee it's been sanctified through a ritual. I think I've discovered a secret about the Soma, that it's somehow linked to our past. <clears throat> If I'm not mistaken, you all have how many secrets of the, the Soma? One. First secret? Okay. Uh, we know of another. 
So what I'll do next game session, uh, I need to give Sarah the first secret of some calcified summon all, and I'll give you the second secret next. So what is the secret? Soma is connected to the past, the, the past that these, that the damned once walked when they were living. That this is like a it's like when we hear them say the words that they whispered upon their death, like that there's something within the soma, some piece of life. I can't describe precisely what it is, but standing before a fire with that soma, it turned to salt when I concentrated. Did it smell like fresh baked bread? <laughs> no. I'm just wondering. Um, okay. There was soot and smoke gotcha. when I was over the fire. Just checking. But I'm pretty sure that this, there's something about some connection that the damned and the soma have, something connected to their past. I don't know how else to explain it. Nonetheless, when I concentrated upon the soma it, in front of the fire, it literally turned to salt in this realization about the the custodian's guarding came to me. So you're saying soma are those walking dead out that attacked us earlier? They're not dead. They're alive? But They're not alive. And that this thing that you took out of them is something that's soul-like? It is their soul. It's their calcified soul. And if you take that out of them, they're no longer whatever they are. You have to burn them. If you don't burn them, they come back. What remains after they've been burned? I just take them. Okay. It's not their soul. sometimes doesn't want me to take them. We need them. What do we need them for? You crush them in your hands. You can add. You can invigorate you, but it also curse you. Yes, it's it's a way to get through. A really rough time. We were set, we were set upon by these damned, and uh, I crushed one myself, and uh, did things I never thought were possible. You felt something after you crushed. Yes, anger, furious anger. I was filled with fury. Use the damn's fury against them. Not everything cost. Yes, I have. Uh, I have felt that person who was the owner of that soma. They have not left me. They are still with me. So, if you crush a soma, this walking whatever. Mm-hmm. A piece of them you take in. Okay. There was a man hey. among us named Civil. He met an unfortunate end some number of weeks back. He was the first to reveal the secret of Soma to us. He said that when he had when he had 
when he was in a situation of, of, of great danger, that much like how the Soma turned to salt in my hand in front of the fire, when he was in great danger, that it filled him with such anger that the claret spilled all over, that his blade would bloody everything he touched. But that the, the memory of this person, that the small memory inside this Soma was imparted upon him. Say, so do you need that salt? It is mere salt. I mean, it's between the the cobblestone. Ah. You can sweep it, I suppose. Yes, I I am in dire need of some salt. And no, it's not just for cooking. Um. I'm sorry if this upsets you, milady. I know you are very new to this. We, in fact, are all kind of new to this. We've only been here for a few days, you, you, you see. We've been on the run for seasons. Hunting. But why are they hunting us? Well, they weren't hunting us. They were hunting Simon. They were hunting Simon. Yes. The paladin was hunting Simon. Who's Simon? Simon was our leader. Her mentor. I believe you call him mentor, teacher? He is my teacher, yes. And the Soma hunted him? No. The paladin. The paladin hunted him. brass paladin hunted him. Mm -hmm. The brass paladin had more of these husks. He also had torch bearers. You saw them. Those husks that had the torch above their head. Call those torch bearers. They lead other husks. I want to know about your man in the hat. That giant with the lantern. He had eyes. Real they eyes? see them. They glow. They glowed. When you're looking into the long, deep darkness of this hall, um, Susperion, see, it's almost like, you know when you look at light and it's so bright and you look away in the darkness and like you still have flashes of light in your eyes? You can almost see that in the darkness when you think about the Lanternborn. That's the only name you can come up with. His eyes burn with such intensity that when you look to the darkness, like you're reminded of his eyes and the blinding light of the lantern. His eyes were burning? They were burning. Just like the paladin. It was like nothing I've ever seen before. I screamed. Welcome to Ghent. That is your life now. The paladin could be killed, and so must this giant. We think he we can't killed the be paladin. killed. Not after what I saw. All the husks can be burned. You must burn them. He didn't. He didn't burn. He held the lantern. His eyes are fire. It doesn't matter. You must burn them. The torchbearers have fire. All lanterns can be extinguished. All candles eventually burn to their end. All torches will eventually sputter and die. It is like these things that walk against this world, the damned. Were it not for us, they would wither and die naturally. They are condemned, you see. They are soulless, but their spirit still remains. 
The spirit is not the soul. They wander aimlessly. But the torchbearers seem to have command over them. And above them, the paladin. And now this person, the lanternborn. The man in the hat. Mad hat. The man in the yellow hat. <laughs> Curious George. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I do know one thing. Um, when you were talking about the bones earlier, uh, yes. I do recall when I when I was first brought to the, the chapel in Malorn Graveyard. Huh. That's where I was. When I was first brought to the chapel, I um, I saw the the uh, the priest consecrating it um, and you know I, I I didn't know how much of this was real or not but apparently it all is um, it's said that these blessings these consecrations will keep the dead away the last or, rite yes um, I, I don't know if I could do such a thing, but I know one thing. I'm pretty confident that if the custodian saw fit, I could make sure that someone does not uh, raise if they pass. But I don't know if I could do such a thing again. Uh, the blessing is on the grounds, but it is also on the bodies. So I don't know if moving the bones would be. We'll rebury them. I have the tools to do so. Yes. We'll make short work of it in due time. But reburying them properly would mean that we would have to know which bones go in which grave. So. An ossuary then? Yes, that would probably be a little bit better if we were to make an ossuary out of one of these rooms, at the very least. Uh, you know, uh, it could be fun. So, some gra graveyards are, you know, they, they take up land. Um, and sometimes when you don't ha quite have land, or... You're by the sea. Yes, or... Um, Near swamp. Or, or even for ritualistic purposes. Um, you line the walls with the bones, and you, um, you line the pillars with uh, other bones, you put skulls in the corners. It's, it's something that can be made to look very pleasant despite what they are. Maybe we can use the bones to create the wall to cover the hole. Stack them and somehow make them strong. Block the hole. Yes, we could. But I would want to have something to set the bones into. Um, because making simply a wall out of it. I don't know how respectful that would be, but if we did have something that we could 
arrange things appropriately. Um, and as long as it had a roof over it as well, um, and a way that we could enclose it, perhaps this could be a small chapel that we could make. And one of those walls could be the, the um, patch to this hole. It's been an endeavor to build an ossuary. <laughs> why, why do we why do we care they're dead in their bones and their materials right now that we can use well it's, well, it's more the uh, the idea that the ground is protecting us from further husks coming in and we want to maintain that protection hollowed milady so the the dead belong to the custodian they are hers and the custodian is protecting us right now because someone had honored her by consecrating this grave. And so if these are hers, they should be honored. We shouldn't, we shouldn't treat her things so lightly. It would be like myself, and you know, you can tell by her mannerisms and everything that she's lowborn. It would be like, it would be like if myself, if I had one of your belongings and I didn't treat it very well. I mean, where was the custodian when we were getting attacked? She was here. She wasn't helping us. She was. None of, the, none of those cusps came in here. That's for sure. The door of the library opens. You see this young person with an undercut and reddish hair and these striking silver eyes. It's Gretel. Clovis, if I may have a word. Of course. You're out in the halls, kind of the two of you. I've been watching the walls as you instructed. And, um, you know, it occurred to me, these bells, she scratches the shaved part of her head. You know, I was sent forward by Simon to watch the city, to find a place for us to stay. And you found this great place. Yes, and I didn't really put it together before. But it wasn't until we raised our fires here when the bell started. In the chapel across the city. Mm. It wasn't until the fires on the chimneys began to belch smoke. That's when the bells began to strike. I think it's a call for help. That's where we're going next. We needed to answer. You know how Pip is. Aye. She still believes. She has her god. Let's face it, she's handy. Yeah. So. Simon trusts her. He does. So we must trust her, too. No less. Louis getting to work on that wall. So in due time, it'll be done. But the bells are not stri striking, and I've been trying to, to take a tick. Is there a pattern? Nay, that's what I've been trying to track. I got a sense that first it was striking on the hour, but that's not the case. No. And they seem to come at erratic times. I wonder if it's when they see the flames, or they see the smoke. Maybe so. The 
bells peal when they see the smoke coming from this place. I'm willing to bet if we extinguish these fires, the bells would stop. Whoever's out there would think we're dead. It's a good point. We can try it. You can go a night without, a night and a day without fires, I think. I can run it by Tomas. If this damn mess would let us, we could probably find where it's at in the city. That's, that's what, that's what Pip wants to do. I mean, I don't, she, I mean, she, she talks to birds. <laughs> I don't even know if this is real, but she believes these birds have told her where this, where it is, and that there's still fires there. And with your theory, it makes sense. We have to explode the city. You know that as much as we do. Got to forge, find supplies. We have to find more living. Yeah. There's too few of us. What do you make of this new one? She leans against the door to make sure they didn't open it. Silver spoon. That's what I thought too. Nose a little too high in the air. Well, it's gimped. She'll learn quickly. Get brings us all low, that's for sure. Alright then, back to it, boss. Sounds good, thank you. <clears throat> she slings her bow back over her shoulder and exits the door, and the library opens once again. Wall's going well. She's got a small theory, and it kind of fits with, with Pipistrellas. I always say her name that way in front of you guys, but I call her Pip by myself, so. <laughs> so it's one of those, uh, kind of like you were saying, it's random when the bells go off, but she thinks maybe it's when they see the smoke from here, <laughs> and it's a call for help. Which, like maybe they're trying to get our attention. Which is what Pip thinks too, or I'm sorry, oh. Pip Estrella thinks too. Right. I don't know if they're trying to get our help, but... Or yeah, signalists? Yeah, yeah, I think it's what you said. Yeah. Um, um, I'm just really hoping they're people. Should we go see? Well, sh Or should we... She's got a good theory here, and I don't know if you want to try it, boss, but... Should we, should we turn off the... Should we turn off the... Fires for a night or two and see if the bells stop? That are we this collection of people here, this village, it's called Bastion. It's a bastion of hope. We're not gonna let hope die in this city. We can't I wasn't meaning that. It's just prove that it's not husk. I I can't abide the thought of a family thinking that they have nothing left to live for. If it were me, if it were some, they might just end their lives. I didn't think about that, boss. I'll never end it. We could potentially go look. We'll look. Why don't we set up a tracking crew? I'd happily lead that crew. Maybe go track, track something down, do a little. The city's dangerous. We're not. Walk out. We're not splitting up. We're all going together. We'll go check it out. We can't live like this anymore. There has to be more out there. We've lived like this for a while, and it's unfortunately it is what life is now. 
but it's a good point. We need to map. We need to we need to scavenge. So let's, let's get the 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 wall hole patched up. Well, I feel confident. So that that could be done, and then we can go on a mission and yeah, see what well, we can well, see. Well, Stahl is taking care of the hole. Stall and Harlan, they, they will take care of it in our absence, but we will we will press on and map the city. Tomah, uh, I only have two bandages left, and I was wondering if I could use one on me, but we should get more. Yes, we'll keep, a look, we'll keep an eye out while we're out. There's probably much to be scavenged. I mean, if not, you know, cloth will do, but that's, that can get bad. I agree. If you say so. So I'm going to, so as I'm going to spend a bandage because I'm lightly wounded. Yeah, go ahead. So I think we'll, we'll bring tonight's session to a close on this note as you all will prepare to scavenge and head out, hopefully to find the chapel next time we play. So... Map and clear, map and clear, and then we get to it. But person. Okay, everybody can uh, unlock one thing in their character sheet. So um, you'll need to look at your character in the book to find out what you can unlock, because uh, we don't have an advanced sheet for you. But everybody else does. Well, they all have profession folios. I don't. You know? Okay. No. We'll find him in the book. So I have to look at the uh, book every time. Corruption tonight? Good corruption. I have one. Oh. I roll a nine. Hello? I rolled a nine, so you get one order rank. Or you get to choose now. Or you get to choose. Order or chaos. So, or it's, no, it's order. Because she had corruption. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you have no choice. The rest I have of a perma corruption. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> before we wrap up, we gotta we gotta wrap up our ritual. So let's talk about tonight's session. So we're gonna start first with Page and Spittleson. Um, I'm kind of excited about my response. Well, I, I like how Spillison responds in settings where uh, we're not sure what's going to be happening. So Spillison is is at the ready. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, she's quick to respond. She's quick to observe. She's quick to kind of figure out the dynamics of the situation and uh, acts. Maybe not without thinking, but acts. It's <laughs> good. Cool. What about Tim? What about Clovis? Uh, Clovis is feeling a little more confident in uh, the settlement's uh, ability to protect itself and to take in others, especially after the, the fight with the husk. He sees that as a success. He sees everybody reacted properly as far as he was thinking. <laughs> and we said, and we ended up, we, we brought another life. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. We have to continuously bring life for, as Tomas said, what's the point? Yeah. Well, Pepistrella. Uh, Pepistrella is feeling like she's maybe finding her calling more and more uh, as, like, she is finding the proof that, um, you know, her being chosen, like, 
that she can actually do things with that gift that you know, she didn't really understand why she had been chosen with those gifts earlier in life. Yeah. Like it was completely um, like bewildering to her why. And now she's like, okay, I'm here living why I was chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's starting to accept that more. Uh, still can't, doesn't know what to do in a fight. But, you know, um, she'll get there. Love it. She'll get there. She's going to break in windows. Yeah. What about Suspiriance? Well, Suspiriance just still has no idea who she is, other than she has a deep sense of entitlement. I mean, she wasn't super thankful uh, when everyone saved her life. She's not super respectful of people's beliefs or religions yet because she's been spoon-fed most of her life, and I guess that's kind of where she falls back on right now, but uh, she's got a lot to learn about herself, and maybe she can remember some better traits about who she was. Yeah, that's good. Last but not least, Tomat. So Tomat is doing his best to leave his old life as a bailiff behind. His his, uh, uh, alignments are cruelty and curiosity very fitting for a bailiff so you know it, it was very uh difficult for him to make the decision to not uh, or, or, or to keep the fires going because you know mm-hmm. one curious about what would happen and also you know if, if there are people out there you know it is kind of you know a sick uh, fascination to see you know oh we're gonna lose this helps the cruelty aspect so like yeah now that he's been handed this responsibility, it's, it's he has to think about other others out there, not just others in Bastion, but yeah, you know, in the city proper. So it's it's like uh, under normal circumstances, I would have you know looked to one of my order or chaos alignments, but I think that like you know this this this, uh, this rod that's been given to me has you know, made me think twice about it. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting that you considered the lives of those who may be out there and what would happen with them if the fires were extinguished. In fact, that was going to be the important crux of this session. You, been, you either would you be getting a ton of corruption if you made that decision because it would have the impact on other people potentially, you know, final final giving in, giving yeah. up. I would not have thought of that. Yeah. That was smart. So uh, one quick heads up: uh, you'll get the second secret of Soma next time we play so you can use some of to do something else uh, but we'll catch you up Sarah at the beginning of next session on like what you can do with Soma let's uh let's we'll, let's wrap up so. yeah yeah see y'all later bye hey there viewers if you like what you're seeing take the next step head on over to our Patreon where we create content for Zweihander and other games just go to GrimAndPerilous.com and click on the Patreon button. Thanks.